in the heart of Beer City, USA. Two men, one journey, to create a sports show unlike any other. Unfiltered, raw, and honest. One of them played a soccer goalie opposite Ben Stiller. The other, one scored six points on Steph Curry. These guys know their sh- Let's go! Tank Spencer, Jeremy Green, the Sportsocracy. Presented by Ingalls Supermarkets. Low prices, love the savings. And welcome into the Sportsocracy here on a Thursday afternoon. Big night tonight in the NFL. The full schedule released tonight at 8 o'clock. But we're already getting the little leaks around the league. We're finding out who's going to play where. And your wait, first wait. Monday night football game. Oh, wait. Do it. What? Wait. wait. Monday night football. The first one of the year going to be well, in we New know, Jersey. We now know who the first victim of the 2024 oh, Super Bowl champion New York J-E-T-S Jets, Jets, Jets. God. Oh, you're going to hear that a lot more before yeah, it's all yeah. said and done. And that he felt called good. me insufferable. That felt good. He hasn't even won anything yet. Oh, it's coming. It's there is a possibility that I will have the reigning, defending Super Bowl and NBA champions at the same time. Let's go. It's the year of Jeremy, boys and girls. It's the year of Jeremy. Let's go. I've had enough caffeine to probably kill an elk today. So this is, he's a little he's a little hyped up today. Finding out that his Jets are gonna play the Bills on the first Monday night football game of the season. The opener of the year. The Lions and the Kansas City Chiefs in Kansas City. Thursday night football. That's your opener for the season. And and frankly, that's, that should be a beat down from hell. Oh, especially <laughs> with no receivers. Exactly. Jared Goss just going to look around and go, I'm in danger. Uh, this is bad. They just gave them rings. And they're going to beat my brains out before this game's over. Yeah. Having the having the Lions play on uh on primetime games early in the season, it doesn't really do a whole lot for you when you realize that you know, Jamison Williams isn't going to be there for for the first 6 games. So they've they've got that opener on Thursday night football. They also play in week 4 against the Green Bay Packers on Thursday night football. I really and sports status uh, fellow Nuggets fan uh, has already said that he's he's gritting out all of these leaks. I'm just gonna go ahead and tell you, I did that the first year we did this. Virtually none of it came to pass. If it hasn't come from the NFL, you take that with a grain of salt, right? Because it doesn't mean much. It could change. However, there have been a couple of teams that have basically had their full schedules already released. If Green Bay by gets... team, the, the teams themselves, like the Minnesota Vikings, just put out their schedule on on social media. They put out the full graphic. Yeah, hey, here's all our games. Yeah, somebody's getting fired. That's N- some low-level, like, 24-year-old social media content creator that's now uh, on Indeed.com looking for a new job. Now, Minnesota has five primetime games. I'm okay with Minnesota getting five. That's not bad. That's Green not Bay bad. getting five. Green Bay apparently has five, and you're going to have to do some explaining to me on that one. Yeah, I don't with, think. Uh, and three of them are in a row, aren't they? Without Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. From weeks 12 to 14, I mean, I the, the Thanksgiving Day game, 
in week 12 is a one o'clock game, but I still consider that a quote unquote primetime game. Just You're like the only you game consi- on, uh, that's my rule for primetime. Are you the only game I can physically watch? Exactly. Primetime. Exactly. So yeah, week 12, they're on, uh, they're on the Thanksgiving day game against the lions. I will say, take that Packers schedule with a grain of salt. And then the third, and then week 13 Sunday night football against the chiefs, which is going to be so much fun. Uh, common sense said, Jeremy, you're okay with Kirk Cousins in five primetime games? Yes, and let me tell you why. Because that is five guaranteed losses. <laughs> and week 14, Green Bay at the New York Giants on Monday night football. So they go Thursday, Sunday night, Monday night, three weeks in a row. At, when their season should be over. If, I mean, if this team is as, is as bad as we think they're going to be on offense, their season should be over by week 12. Why do we get three primetime games in a row? I, I just feel like Green Bay's offense is going to be a lot like watching you try to send a text message. Very uh, it's, difficult. It's very clunky. Yep. It's it's not going the way it's supposed to. There's a lot of questions. Way too many buttons are pushed. Yeah, a whole lot of waiting around to find out what the point of this is is going to be. You get those three little dots across the screen. This is there for like 35 minutes, and then Tank sends back. K. <laughs> uh, the 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 schedule leaks though. We do know that uh, the opening week, or what we're being led to believe, the opening week again will start with the Lions and the Chiefs on Thursday night. Sunday night football that week will be the Dallas Cowboys at the New York Giants. The Carolina Panthers are going to be on the just. It's not a primetime game, but they'll be on the road against the Atlanta Falcons in Week One. And then you got the Philadelphia Eagles opening it up the season in Foxborough against the New England Patriots. Oh boy! In a game where before before they start, apparently they're going to do like ten points. They're going to do like a ginormous Tom Brady ceremony. Sweet. And then they will get road stomped. That, by that the will be the highlight Eagles. of that day. Right, right. Yay! We celebrated Tom, and nobody scored. Right. Uh, at least not wearing our uniform. Right. The schedule release is always fun just to see where the matchups uh, will take you. At the moment, it looks like the primetime schedule. I mean, we're we're going to get some grumpers as we always do. Always. I mean, I'm staring down the, uh, the, the close of Thanksgiving week. That week 12, Monday night football, you got the Chicago Bears at the Minnesota Vikings. Huh? It's like finishing your Thanksgiving dinner with aspic. With what? I, did you just say a falafel? GTS. I Aspic. don't know what that it's one term. Of the <laughs> it's a jelly meat stock that's got bits of meat floating in it. It's like a jello mold that made sounds, out of beef. That sounds stock. horrendous. Oh, it's terrible. That sounds just horrendous. And it looks even worse. Well, that's what I mean. You're you're closing out the Thanksgiving feast with just grossness. Yeah. Yeah. But look, a lot of people will say you put too much stock into the schedule release. I'm going to go ahead and tell you, tomorrow is going to be a lot of rapid reaction to the schedule. And I feel like Monday or tomorrow, either way, is a good day for us to play the game that we like to play every year, which is we go through the schedule, first glance, don't think about it, go through all the games, where does it end? 
And if you say, well, that doesn't really mean anything. We both had Philadelphia as the one seed in the NFC last year. I don't feel like anybody else had talked about that before us. Now, we missed some stuff. You were a little higher on the Denver Broncos. Me, mm -hmm. pretty accurate. Just throwing that out there. You're welcome. And I think tomorrow's a, a grand day to do that. Absolutely. It's, it's, it's tradition. It's a tradition like none other. I can't say it the other way because they have like trademark. Oh, yeah. You don't want to get sued. Yeah, it's okay. Just, <laughs> you know what I mean. We definitely, definitely don't want to get sued. New York Jets, though, opening up the season against the Buffalo Bills. It's time to pay this thing off. Like, oh, beyond a shadow of a doubt, I'm here for it. Uh, of what, course, you Monday Night Football, we get my New York Jets, Asheville Police Chief David Zach's Buffalo Bills. Let's go, mm -hmm. Kansas City Chiefs at the New York Jets on Sunday Night Football on uh, Week Four of the season. I will be, I'll be shocked if the Jets don't have seven primetime games. Well, you can't have seven. Six is the max. Well, six, six whatever, the whatever the max is. I will not be surprised to see the New York Giants with or Jets with six. No, I'm sure they will, because it's entertaining. Because you have an opinion on it one way or the other. Oh yeah. I just love that the NFL has basically piddled on the NBA's biggest day. Oh, Christmas Day is that is that is that what you do, Adam Silver? <laughs> Watch this: Kansas City Chiefs, Las Vegas Raiders. Merry Christmas and primetime game to come. Uh, it's a yeah, triple header this year. Yeah, and there's another one that we already know. I can't remember what the other one is. No, there's 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 two there's three on Christmas. Two of them we know. We, I, I, we know. I can't remember what the other one we know is. Oh, I know Raiders Chiefs. Uh, it's uh, Giants and the and the Eagles. Giants Eagles. There we go. Yeah. Two division games. Boom. Giants NBA. The, Giants. Hey, enjoy that one four. Uh, what we're being what's being released right now is the Las Vegas Kansas City game is the one o'clock game, which I thought was weird. Why? I don't know. I, I mean, usually the East Coast team would be in the one o'clock slate, and then you would have the Midwest team would be in the four o'clock slate. Ah, but I, I, I'm not saying anything against it. I'm so just I think done, it's weird. You have a little Christmas ham. You you open your presents. Old yeah. old jolly old Saint Nick shows up, and then you tell the family, "Hey, I'm gonna need y'all to be out of here by uh, twelve forty-five. Mm -hmm. uh, so we're gonna eat dinner at ten fifteen. How's that sound? <laughs> you can count out uh, Christmas." With Jeremy at all this year. Yeah, 100%. Because Christmas Eve, the New York Jets will be facing the Washington Commanders. Let's go. New Year's e or Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve are both Sundays, by the way, so everybody's going to be playing. Which is awesome. On those days. This is going to be it's gonna be the greatest year ever. I can't wait. Uh, you better hope it pays off. You better hope it pays off. Can I tell you a secret? Just And, and I'm saying this solely because... In the comments, we're getting a lot of this. I don't care. I, I can't emphasize this to you enough. I do not care if this team goes eight and nine. I don't. Really? This is the first time I've had legit hope on May 11th since I, I think I had to lie about what year I was born to buy beer. <laughs> so I. I don't care. You've given me a reason to be excited, and guess what? I am. Mm -hmm. Jet season tickets up 400%. Yeah, I'm good with all that. I am good with all of that.
even if it ends up you finish eight and nine. It would be the, the jettiest thing ever. Absolutely, it, it would just be. be the jettiest thing ever. I would go, hey, it's a Christmas expectation. Right. Yeah, there's no miracle here. We haven't seen a more um, a a more keister pained off uh, fan base than the New York Jets would be since. Well, this past season's North Carolina Tar Heels basketball oh, team. Oh, look uh, at that. <laughs> get him at Sports Tank ESPN. No hey, big deal. Tar Heels fan, just speaking facts. Just speaking facts. Uh, we have two of these already, and this is the return of Threadbare Thursday. So in our YouTube comments, you can throw out super chats, comments, anything like that of the topics that you would like us to talk about today, or I will break down the backcourt matchup of the Denver Nuggets and the Phoenix Suns tonight. I'm your uh, from Matt Hoffman, he asked, how much are you putting on the futures bet for the Jets? Um, okay, so I'm going to answer that two ways. The first one is, what are you, a cop? And the second one is, take whatever you think it is and and multiply that by 3.2 times. Because that's probably what it actually is. Nice. So, there's that. I'm your huckleberry. And, wait, wait. Before you move on, I have to ask, does your noon wife know about this? Yes. Okay. All right. Amy and I have a very, uh, we have a mutual understanding with with the way wagers go. I always have money, and she doesn't ask why. Ah. So, there's, I mean, that, that may not be the healthiest way to do it, but she's always said, as long as that doesn't become a problem, then we're fine. Okay. Uh, cousin Colin Green, if Dennis Allen loses week two to Bryce uh, Young, fire him. That is a very quick trigger. Don't think that's going to happen. No. But it could. And it is Threadbare Thursday, so get your, your topics that you would like us to talk about. There's a reason they call us the Sportsocracy, because we're here to entertain you. But playing off of that, you re- you really think that's, uh, you say that's possible. Is is the leash that short? Uh, no. Okay. No. no I, I, you know, that's an interesting question, though. Who has the shortest leash in the NFL? I mean, every year there's a coach that's on the hot seat. I don't feel like there are a ton going into this year. None that I can foresee losing their jobs early, like midseason, like like early season like Matt Rule did last year. Is there one? Yes. Who? Uh, and I actually see more than one. And we'll talk about that after the break. You're in the sportsocracy. This is ESPN Asheville. I believe real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa Hyatt-Zach with eXp Realty, serving all of Western North Carolina. Navigating the home buying and selling journey can feel overwhelming at times, and that's why having an agent who cares about you and your needs is key. I'm a native of Western North Carolina, and I close over a home a week. I'm an expert in the market, pricing my sellers correctly to net you the most money, and working as a skilled negotiator for my buyers. Please give me a call today at 828-774-6343 to set up a complimentary market analysis. Did you know Ingalls Only sells USDA Choice and Prime cuts of meat? Maybe it's time to reward yourself. Our butchers cut all our meat fresh in the store every day. Grass-fed, organic, you name it. Not only that, we'll even cut it to order just the way you like it. And we grind meat fresh in the store multiple times a day. It's all in the bag. That's the best meat in town for the best folks in town. Ingles. Low prices. Love the savings. If cleanliness is next to godliness, look around the car right now. 
Is that very godly? Look, life comes at you fast, but so does WNC Auto Detailing. They have the tools to make your interior look like it's coming off the showroom floor. You don't believe me? Check them out on Instagram. All that filth and years of stains disappear. WNC Auto Detailing does full interior and exterior details with paint correction, and they do wax and ceramic coatings. Call WNC Auto Detailing at 455-3700. Premium care with a Southern Hospitality Touch. The sportsocracy. The ceiling is the roof. Let's make it happen. Let's keep moving forward. This is the sportsocracy, and you're listening on ESPN Asheville 92.9 FM and everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Hot seat talk. Didn't expect to be here today, but hey, here we are on a Threadbare that's, Thursday. That's what Threadbare Thursday does. That's right. Uh, Colin Green, not related to uh, Flostradamus, in the YouTube chat. That's why we call him not Cousin Colin. Said if Dennis Allen loses week two to Bryce, fire him. Now, I can understand that coming from fans. And then you said there's a possibility of it. Going that early, in, no. Going to week into, two, no. Going into this season... I don't see a single coach that I could forecast being gone. I want to say mid-season, but I would say by week eight. I could see one being gone by week five. Really? If it starts the wrong way. And a couple people in the chat have already beaten me to it. It's Brandon Staley, and it's not close. Mm. Chargers come out and start one and four by Felicia. Because we got your replacement on the staff. We got Kellen Moore. That's the when I saw that question, that was the first name I thought of. Mm-hmm. And and I'm not gonna lie, that's something I'm gonna be looking for tonight. Is how does it start for the Chargers? Do you get Pat early in Kansas City? Do you get uh or does it go the other way and you get a couple layups early? I mean, because he starts hot, then yeah, that buys you the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. But I would say if I was doing a a hottest seat in the NFL it's Brandon Staley, and I don't know. It's all that close. Really? And the terrifying thing for me, if I were him, there are not many layups on that schedule. I, I mean, I don't know if you've looked at it, but obviously they play the teams in the division, mm-hmm. so you go home and home with them. They play the AFC East, which means they get the Bills, Dolphins, Jets, Patriots. That that could be three losses. Could be four losses, because New England's always going to be annoying. Right. They play the NFC North. So Chicago, Detroit, Green Bay, Minnesota. Mm-hmm. The only rumor so far on their schedule is the week three game against Minnesota since Minnesota released their entire schedule today, apparently. And then you get Baltimore, Dallas, and Tennessee. Mm-hmm. There are not many layups there. And your three of your four easiest games are on the road. So, I mean, that's a team I'm going to be staring directly at. What does this look like early? How many Pro Bowl quarterbacks – does does Justin Herbert have to play early? Right. Because, I mean, you, people seem to forget that defense was Gnarls Barkley last year. Mm-hmm. So you catch a couple of these teams, let's say even the Raiders, who I don't have a super high expectation of, they run the ball really well. You catch them early, or the Jets, who are going to have two, maybe three good running backs in that backfield, you catch them early, you start one and three, would I be shocked? If you catch the early buy, let's say they get that week five buy, which I think is just absolutely moronic that we do. Right. I'd be shocked if they pulled the plug on Brandon Staley. Nope. Especially if it's the defense that lets them down. I have your ready-made replacement on this staff. Okay. And I thought that when they hired Kellen Moore, yes, this is definitely 
to to bring along Justin Herbert. Uh, it's also a really convenient way to flex if this starts not your way. It is. I don't. I, I can't. I can't really foresee that happening. Is there a path? Absolutely. There's a path to them getting just a hammer schedule to start out and not performing. Well, I mean, we already know they're going to have one of the top five toughest schedules in the NFL. Right. I guess I just hadn't thought about how badly it could go for Brandon Staley, but maybe. Maybe so. Other than that, who? Well, Dennis Allen, I believe, is an obvious one. This is the most attainable division in the NFL. So if you come out and start slow, mm-hmm. he's another one. But the question you is, the early who do it over to? If it goes that badly, I'm not sure I care. You turn it over to There's uh, somebody Pete Carmichael? Go oh, God. Ew. I'm not doing that. I'm not giving this team to Pete Carmichael for every, even six weeks. Every NFL team has a coach they could turn it over to if they needed to. I'm sure, and I'm pretty sure that New Orleans Doug is... Marone, end of message, repeat the line. Oh, is and he on the done. New Orleans Yeah, staff? offensive line coach. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> Dennis, don't let the door hit you where the good Lord split you. I don't know. I think I might rather have uh, Pete Carmichael take over this team rather than Doug Marone. Uh, Doug Marone was reasonably successful. He's also aged about 50 years. Doug Marone now look Doug Marone with the New Orleans Saints looks like Jacksonville Jaguars Doug Marone's dad. Don't really know how that happened because I feel like that wasn't that long ago. Also mentioned in the chat was Todd Bowles. There's no shot of that. Well, the thing and look, the, the problem with Tampa Bay is that you're a dysfunctional franchise. He shouldn't be the coach right now. Mm-hmm. So do I think there is a is a path? Yeah, but I don't think you're intending to be good. No. I mean, I really don't. I, there's not. I, I don't think I've seen a prognosticator out there yet that has us finishing outside picking in the top five next year. It's hard to find a way that you do. Right. I mean, look, th- this is a, a time in the NFL where we're in a scenario. There are not many teams that don't have hope. Now, you look down the, the, the 32 teams in this league, the vast majority of them either have the guy a guy that we don't know if they're the guy, but they've invested heavy capital in, or a rookie. That's this is an odd time for that. There's only a handful of teams that have Baker Mayfield, mm-hmm. even Jordan Love. There are people in the Green Bay front office that oh he'll be just fine. We get that extra pick from the Jets. We'll put some more talent around him, and he'll be hunky dunky. I don't see it that way. You don't see it that way. Mm-hmm. That was an interesting one. Somebody in the in the YouTube chat said Mike LaFleur. Yeah, and I'm was, not going to lie. The that, more I've thought about that, it. That, that, that was Jonathan Welch. And I love you, Jonathan, but I, I really don't see it. I, in the first year of Jordan Love, anything that happens this year is going come, come to blow back on Matt LaFleur. Who's the offensive guy? All right, you couldn't win anything with Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. You come out and start one and five, uh, it's going to get loud, and it will get loud in a hurry. Especially if somehow this random schedule is accurate, they're going to be on television five times mm-hmm. late in the season. That has, uh, if that is true, that has flex schedule written all over it. Yeah, two of those, uh, two of those prime time, five prime time games uh, come in the first 
four weeks of the season. And that's that's not good for him either. Or five weeks of the season. Week four. If you're Green Bay, you want to hide yourself in that 425 window as much as you can until you get this figured out. Week four, they'll be on Thursday night football against the Lions, as I said earlier. And then uh, week five is the – or week six is Monday night football at the Raiders. Uh, Devontae Adams. It's the Devontae Adams yeah. revenge game. Yeah, you catch a lot of those narratives that – I, I think it's funny that the NFL outthinks itself in this. Well, when you do the schedule, it, it, just moving forward, give us a game with two competitive teams on Thursday night football. But this was That's the, all we ask, right? But this, but but this was the thing. Like some of these, or at least this matchup, especially, I look at it and go, "Now you selected that last year, and you just left it in place." No, because this would have been Devonte Adams against Aaron Rodgers. That would yeah, have been still, prime time. Worthy still narrative. Devontae Adams against uh, against the Packers. Yeah, but that's that, still a narrative. It's still a narrative, but it's not a good one. I don't necessarily agree with you. I'm not. I don't necessarily think it'll be a great game, but it would be. I mean, it's a story. Mm-hmm. It's one of the highest in. It's one of the highest in players in the league that's moved in the last five years. Going, take on his old team. I mean, I understand why you would do that. I now again, I'm going to tell you this for about the fourth time. I don't believe anything I've seen off that Packers schedule, and I've had two people tell me not to, that are real, real good at this. Mm-hmm. Every year we lose our minds about I, – I remember last year, the Jets were the team last year. Oh, the whole schedule leaked online. You know how many of those games were accurate? Zero. Yep. Might have been the day before, but I can tell you when the schedule came out, none of them were right. There are quite a handful of coaches in the NFL that are on short leashes, but I think they're all – season long leashes mike mccarthy i don't I, I don't see them getting rid of him three and four you go into the bye week dan quinn's head coach think so yes because every one of these teams have aspirations mm-hmm. they're going in thinking we're division winners they all they also all three have guys on the staff that have either been head coaches or are really hot head coaching candidates i'd say the same thing about josh mcdaniels they don't have the high-end aspirations because I see them – it starts just really clunky. Mm-hmm. And you pull the ripcord and, and turn it over to Patrick Graham, see if he's uh, see if he can spark the rally. Wouldn't shock me. We have two or three teams do this every single year. Mm-hmm. But the one that screams at me the most is Brandon Staley with the Chargers. Okay. That's too good of a team. And – and ownership and the fans are not really going to care about, well, we we lost to Pat Mahomes. Don't care. Don't care. This is a year that's Super Bowl or bust for the Chargers. So you start slowly and heads will roll. You're in the sportsocracy, and this is ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM and 1400. Since man created roads, they've been looking for ways to get off-road and vehicles to take them there. That's where Outlaw Off-Road comes in. A premier off-road center for Jeeps, trucks, and SUVs with a complete lineup of off-road and overland services, including maintenance and repair to make your vehicle all that it can be. Check out their location right here in western North Carolina at 85 Avery Creek Road. Call them today at 828-974-8480 or visit them on the web at theoutlawoffroad.com. Rogue Combat Club, Asheville's home for comprehensive martial arts training, has a goal for our community, one that's stronger, more fit, and unwavers in its support of one another. Rogue Combat Club's instructors have competed at the highest levels and offer classes for everyone from young children to adults in Brazilian jiu-jitsu, Muay Thai, and wrestling. 
Rogue Combat Club classes can help you boost your self-confidence and self-defense skills while weeding out the egos and intimidation found at other gyms. Join today at RogueCombatClub.com. Tired of getting dinged by monthly fees on your checking account? You need simple checking from Home Trust Bank. With Simple Checking, you get all the essential checking services for free, including 100% online access and a free Visa debit card. It's everything you need from a checking account, but no hoops, no surprises, no monthly fees. Stop by today or call 800-627-1632. Simple Checking at Home Trust. Ready for what's next. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Boy, you must be outside your mind. The Sportsocracy. Just a bit outside. He tried the corner and missed. And welcome back into the Sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville. It is, again, a Thursday afternoon, a threadbare Thursday. And uh, you can get your topic suggestions in the YouTube chat. Go to thesportocracy.com, click the live video link, subscribe to the channel if you're not already. That's the way you get into the chat, and you can recommend a topic. That was a much further run down the hall than I thought it was. <laughs> uh, it's time to get just a bit outside, and Jeremy, I know you're not you're you're a, you're strictly a fan of the domestic lights when it comes to beer. Not saying you well, won't drink other beers. That's not a hundred percent true. You won't. I'm not saying you won't drink other beers, or you won't drink sours or whatever. No, my favorite beer is the next one. That's it's, uh, not to be not to outshine a free one uh, or one that was brought to me. But your go-to, yes, is the domestic light. Correct. Does not really matter what brand, as long as it has light. In the title, he thinks he's he's on the diet. See, he's watching the figure. You got to watch your figure. Trying to cut the carbs down. Uh, but uh, you know, in IPAs, I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of the IPAs. I like the hoppy flavor of the IPAs, and I really am interested to see what 23 years of bitterness tastes like. I mean, I can tell you what 36 years of it sounds like. <laughs> Old Ox Brewery in the D.C. metro area uh, ha- is commemorating the joyous occasion of no more Dan Snyder as the owner of the Washington Commanders. And to mark the occasion, they brewed a special IPA. It has old uh, Major Tutty, the pig, on the front of the oh. beer label, the new mascot of the Washington Commies. Is that the is that the one that looks like the genetically altered pig from a uh, family yeah. guy oink. that has a uh, fist from yeah. Oink. Yeah. Uh he is he is on it. It's called By Dan. Just B Y E D A N. India Pale Ale and says on the can tastes like 23 years of bitterness it's apparently the most bitter beer that they have ever brewed at ox brewing and they released it 350 cases were all they had to start out it sold out in one hour and 15 minutes they are of course now making a brand new batch of the uh by dan ipa but see i bring this to you because this is what good businesses do Good businesses find a way to market their product unlike any other. And here we go. We sell out 350 cases in an hour and 15 minutes. And now we're probably going to sell even more than that 
when it comes back out. But I do, I do love the catchphrase, tastes like 23 years of bitterness. I just wish the tagline was, oink! <laughs> did you see the movie Super Troopers? Yes. Did you see the sequel? I did not. I will save you the time. It was awful. Thank you. Because we live in a time where people get offended by anything that's funny. Wait, are you telling me that the broken lizards went woke? Uh, I'm not going to say that necessarily. <laughs> it was just, it was much safer. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, now there's a report that there is a Super Troopers 3 in the works. And then you might be thinking, this is not weird, and this is not crimes, and this does not sound like a sports story. Oh, but wait, it is. Because someone in the sports world has confirmed that they have been offered a role in this movie, Ooh. and they are open to it. Hmm. Who is quite uh, of all, and, and I'll, I'll narrow this down. Okay, it's an NFL quarterback. Mm -hmm. Of all the guys that you could put in this movie, this guy's certainly not my top ten, and I like him a lot. Okay, so it's not Aaron Rodgers. Nope, Aaron Rodgers would be great. Absolutely, Aaron Rodgers is the burnout guy. They pull off, pull over on the side of the road, yeah. and just the Cheech and Chong smoke comes out of his car, and he's like ayahuasca, and he just drives off looking like Nick Cage. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> yeah. It's Josh Allen. Okay. 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 You had a much different I response I, to that I, than I, mean, I did. I don't know. I mean, the only real times I've ever seen Josh Allen in the, this is going to sound weird, but the human form, you know, when he's not in uniform or at a press conference with the team or whatever. Was in the match. Was in the match. And, and he was he hilarious. Was, I, I agree. He was very funny. He was very quick-witted. I, I, I liked the banter that he had when he was, he was playing with Patrick Mahomes or against Patrick Mahomes. I don't remember. Anyway, it's beside the point. I thought he was good in that. I thought I could see the humor. So maybe with the right script, I don't know how his acting chops would be. but well, We had a bunch of guesses in the YouTube comments. Uh, Patrick Holt said Brett Favre. Uh, he would steal the show because he seems oh, to like to steal everything else. Oh, oh, good let's go settle the lawsuit with Pat McAfee. So now we can make them laugh, make them laugh, because you learned there's no recourse because you did it. Yeah. Just saying. Just saying. I, 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 I don't know how I feel about this. I wish more active celebrities would do things like this. Now, I will say, after seeing Super Troopers. Would be like Day, sports stars being in movies? Yes. More I'm, cameos. Okay. Well, I mean, not LeBron James. I don't need Space Jam. That's dead. Just don't ever, please don't ever do that again. I didn't even watch it and I don't care to watch it. Was it was awful. Don't need to. Don't need to. Don't need to. Okay. We're good. But uh, there are certain guys that I think would be really good in a role like this. Aaron Rodgers, who we already talked about. Mm -hmm. I mean, now he might but be. But that would little, only be funny because we know he's a drug user. He's That's not true. Okay. He just has some alternative holistic ideas okay i mean he uses drugs to free his mind quote unquote but they're not drugs they're not drugs I, herb herb okay so is marijuana but it's also a drug well, okay you talk to your politicians about that <laughs> not me okay i'm just saying the guy who you know does peyote out in the desert with miles turner or not miles turner that's, that's a basketball player yeah miles hey, teller that's, i was about that's to say was you really like saying this was miles turner <laughs> it's miles teller excuse me uh yeah i mean we know he's a drug user anyway who else who else would you like to see it like kelsey I, brothers 
Bob Brown said it at YouTube. Oh, Come, yeah. Beat me to it. Okay. All the way in. Have a Step Brothers that. type movie with Jason and Travis Kelsey. Let's go. No. I'm out. Uh, You're not giving them the starring role. They can play bit roles in a movie. I don't know. I watch their podcast a lot, and it's really, really funny. Yeah. It's really just funny. because you're funny, okay. I think we've learned this over time. Just because you're funny, and you could be a comedian, you'd be great at stand-up comedy. Doesn't mean you're going to be a good actor. Doesn't mean you're going to do funny movies or TV shows or whatever. Did anybody ever watch the Rodney Carrington show? That I was did. terrible. Yeah, I, did. I actually did watch that. I love Rodney Carrington. Yeah, it was a terrible show. A soaring Eagle said Russell Wilson. Let's ride. Jeff Foxworthy had a show that Jeff Foxworthy show was great. good. No. The Jeff Foxworthy show was good. Bill Ingvall had one. I think Larry Cable guy had I think all of the blue collar guys had one except for Ron White. And he couldn't stay sober long enough to do a full season. He's got hundred percent sober now. I know he is, and I'm Which proud. I'm wild. proud of him. Not necessarily the word I would have used. <laughs> look, look, I think even Ron White has done has has drank way more than you have in your life. Well, he's and thirty five years old, right? Than but me, what I'm so. saying is, at some point, you get to the, you go, okay, I think we're done now. I yeah, I, I think we need to stop. I, and and all I'm saying is that if you're waiting on me to reach that plateau, I wouldn't hold my breath. Well, I mean, you know, Ron didn't think he was going to live that this long either. Oh no, if I live that long, it, uh, <laughs> I'm going to look like Cloris Leachman by the time I get to that age. I'm just saying just because you're funny in person, you know, doesn't mean you're going to be great on screen. I get it. So we're not going to give the Travis Kelsey, we're not going to give the Kelsey brothers their own feature film and give them a good short of some sort, a bit part. I'm a little, I'm a little disturbed that we're making a, a third Super Troopers though. The second one was disrespectful. So, the only the only movie I ever saw the Broken Lizard Company do that was funny was Super Troopers. The rest of them all terrible. Like that Club Dread movie where they were off on some tropical island. Never saw it. Awful, terrible. Every one of them has been terrible. Never saw it. Wouldn't want to. No. So I don't understand Super Troopers two, much less Super Troopers three. Starting to become like Sharknado at this point. Oh, Chris Diaz's point, Beer Fest was good. That was one of theirs, too. Okay, I, I take that back. Beer Fest was, was good. That made me want to start uh, the U.S. Beer Drive. Of course team. it did. Mr. Das Boot Anchor over here. Uh, American flag bandana, le- the, the the last leg of the relay, let's go. Yeah, beer. okay, Beer Fest. You talk about bad. the sport that Jeremy was born to play, uh, found it. I mean, they're all bad. It was just funny. <sighs> anyway, yeah, uh, J- Josh Allen, I could deal with that. He's one that I could see hosting Saturday Night Live or something like that at some point. I I, I guess I could. It just it caught me off guard when I saw NFL star could have role in Super Troopers. Wait, what? It's just opening up in the new door. That's all that is. There's a lot of people in the YouTube chat saying who they'd like to see in feature films. Lisa Evans, a uh, big fan of the Bosa brothers. Okay. Bill Budacek, not so much. He said Nick Bosa has the personality of a ceiling fan. Hmm. Interesting. And again, some people would say the same thing about me. It's okay. 
If you don't like this personality, just wait. There's another one coming. There's, <laughs> there's another one coming around the corner. Just give me a little bit to drink. It is what it is. It is the Sportsocracy. This is ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM and 1400. It is a Threadbare Thursday. Get into the uh, YouTube chat, um, and uh, we will we will take your suggestions for what to talk about. John Carmen wanted to know how many primetime games so far in the schedule leaks for the Chicago Bears. We're up to two that we know of. And right I now. would say they probably get to about three. Possibly. See, now teams don't have to have one which is that's one of those schedule things that always drove me crazy mm-hmm. that's Chicago. major league baseball with the all-star game oh we have to have a member of every team no that's stupid uh because the oakland a's are a double a baseball team i do not need to see the best of that ragtag group of losers in your all-star game so far is so far we have week five on thursday night football chicago will be in washington to take on the commanders no, no yeah. we already did that once yep it was terrible. <laughs> and then that uh, grumper uh, to end Thanksgiving week that I told you about on Monday Night Football against the Minnesota Vikings in Minnesota. I don't actually think that's as bad as you do. I I do. I mean, I I, I don't think it's going to be worth watching because I don't feel like either of those teams, they might be in, uh, I mean, they probably will be in some position of the hunt oh, no for, the, for the division. But, I mean, is this number one and number two in the division to see who takes the lead could be i feel like detroit's going to be at the top of that division and we'll see that'll be six weeks after jameson williams comes back and i, th- I think i believe that division's way closer than you do i'll say six games of no re- of not having really a legitimate receiver other than a monitor st brown that's another team Detroit's a team that you get the schedule tonight and you go, oh, this could change. This could change the entire season for you. You catch mm-hmm. four, and I'm looking up their, their 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 opponents on the schedule. You catch these in the right order, and things could be hunky dunky. They play seven playoff teams from last year, so you get the two with Minnesota. They play Kansas City, Chargers, Tampa Bay, Dallas, Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Every one of those teams is good, except Tampa. I don't necessarily think that's going to be all that promising this year. But you catch a few of those early when you don't have Jameson Williams, mm-hmm. that could make this division competitive until the, the, the waning weeks of the season. It, it absolutely could be. Ugh, the more I look at their schedule, the more it's gross. <laughs> uh, Dov Kleeman. Just released the uh, Giants full schedule, yeah, apparently, really, according to Tim Raymond. I, I like Dov, but you should be really clo- really careful believing anything he says. Um, and and there, one of those that, that, that says, schedule got leaked earlier, way earlier today. Yes. Um, He's and, just sharing it. Yes. And that's the problem with Dov. Yeah, he shares a lot of things. Um, Sometimes they're true. By, by the way, uh, five primetime games for the Giants as well. That's, and that's why I'm telling you, you got to be careful with how much of this you believe. Because now, so we've, to my knowledge, we've seen the full schedule of six teams. The fewest primetime games I've seen for any of them is three. Uh, we don't have that many, and none of these teams are all that good that I've seen the schedule of. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen the Jets. I haven't seen the Bills, the, the full on the Chiefs, the Bengals. Right. Every one of these teams is playing five or six primetime games. You would think. 
So to me, this is just one of those days where people start going, hey, maybe I'm right about a couple of these, and I'm going to tweet it. And then somebody will pick it up, and they'll talk about me. Because that's what I need in my life, to be talked about. Well, everybody needs to be talked about, I guess. So that's, that is the way of the world, right? Uh, especially Anthony Davis. We're going to talk about him at the start of the next hour. <laughs> we don't often give leading segments to uh, uh, to NBA things. That one's going to catch one, and I'm going to be real, real not nice. <laughs> oh, yeah. Los Angeles Lakers losing to the Golden State Warriors last night, and now it goes back to L.A. Series at three games to two. Anthony Davis reportedly will be able to play in that game after getting hit in the head last night midway through the fourth quarter. Him's got, a, him's got a boo-boo, and he needed a wheelchair to get him back to the locker room. Right. <laughs> also, the Knicks went in last night to survive, stay alive against the, the Miami Heat. Yeah. Do you think it turned? I, I kind of do. Really? I kind of do. Uh-oh. And I saw it coming. When I picked that game yesterday, I said, the Quentin Grimes thing changes things, and then he played every second of last night. And Jimmy Butler wasn't good. You're in the sportsocracy. This is ESPN Asheville. Coming up next is Jeremy's Bangers of the Night. Two more in the NBA. Did you know Ingalls only sells USDA choice and prime cuts of meat? Maybe it's time to reward yourself. Our butchers cut all our meat fresh in the store every day. Grass-fed, organic, you name it. Not only that, we'll even cut it to order just the way you like it. And we grind meat fresh in the store multiple times a day. It's all in the bag. That's the best meat in town for the best folks in town. Ingalls. Low prices. Love the savings. Real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa Hyatt-Zach with EXP Realty, your native realtor serving all of Western North Carolina. I will work hard for you, and I believe in doing the right thing every time. I market each of my listings to reach out-of-town buyers. I use a professional photographer and drone video on every single listing, as well as collaborate with agents across the country to find your buyer. Check me out online at clarissasellswnc.com or give me a call at 828-774-6343. It would be my pleasure to assist you through the real estate process. Coffee's the closers on me. Get them the money! Then when you get the money... You get the power. That watch costs more than your car. Then we get the power, then you get the work. What can I say? When you're hot, you're hot. Eight and three overall in the last two days. I feel like these playoffs have gotten pretty easy to predict, but I have to remember the old adage. Hubris comes shortly before the fall. Tonight's a little more difficult, but I'll try to wade the waters to make it another winning night. This is Green on Green, brought to you by Ingles Markets. Low prices, love the savings. The Philadelphia 76ers are a two-and-a-half-point dog at home tonight against the Boston Celtics, over under 212-and-a-half. The Celtics have become like the great legend of the Sasquatch. I see it from time to time. It's usually fleeting on a grainy video, and it's not nearly as impressive as people tell me it is. Now, they face elimination in a game six against the Philadelphia 76ers, and I'm not so sure this team can pull it off. Pundits all over mainstream media have spent the last two days telling you that there is nothing to see here and that the Celtics will still find a way to pull this off. Well, I don't see it. 
Yes, Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum are special players, but the Sixers have really seemed to figure out the secret sauce to beating this team in the last two. This has been a weird series where the home team's only two and three straight up, and both of these teams are good at home. What I've noticed in the last two is how much better the Sixers seem to be when the starters are on the floor. Game four, Tobias Harris had a plus-minus of plus 14, and in game five, every Sixers starter was plus double figures. This means a lot to Doc Rivers the Sixers players, and the city of Philadelphia on the whole. So I'm looking for the Wells Fargo Center to be loud and electric. Tonight's the night. Give me the Sixers plus two and a half. They went outright and over the 212 and a half in a game that comes down to the wire. Finally, the Denver Nuggets are a three-point dog in Phoenix over under 226. This is not a drill. We are one win away from being halfway home to my self-fulfilling prophecy of the 2023 NBA champion Denver Nuggets. In all seriousness, this team is insanely fun to watch, and they're absolutely electric offensively. In Game 5, they crushed the spirit of the Suns early, and minus a little run before the half, the game was never in doubt. Now, Kevin Durant has been him in elimination games in his career, averaging over 30.5 points per game in these situations. But here's the problem. I don't care. I told you before Game 5 that Devin Booker was eventually going to cool off shooting the basketball. He did, but still managed to shoot almost 50%, go for 28, and the Suns still got smoked. Now... There are three constants in this life, death, taxes, and the Nuggets being clunky on the road. There's no rhyme or reason to it, but for whatever reason, Denver just looks like a different team away from Ball Arena. Tonight, I think they finally climbed that hill. Phoenix is so thin. This is a terrible matchup for them, and the Cameron Payne thing was cute while it lasted, but that's done. Give me the Nuggets plus the three. They went out right and send the fighting Kevin Durant's home and continue their trek to the NBA Finals. Oh, yeah, and give me the over. I said from the beginning that I was taking the over in every game of this series, and it's won more than it's lost, so... If it ain't broke, don't fix it. For more, follow us on all the social medias at The Sportsocracy. And as always, Green on Green is brought to you by Ingles Markets. Love the savings with Ingles. Love the winnings with me. Mull it out. He's a degenerate gambler. You are a smelly pirate hooker. And he's cheaper than oxygen. He's useless. But somehow, they make it work. Jeremy Green. Tank Spencer. There's no holding back in The Sportsocracy. Presented by Ingles Supermarkets. It is the Sportsocracy on ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM and 1400. The Sportsocracy heard everywhere around the world on the iHeartRadio app. Take us with you anywhere on your uh, on your device. You can watch us on YouTube. Go to thesportsocracy.com, click the live video link, subscribe to the channel. You can join us in the chat on this Threadbare Thursday. Uh, we've got topics coming up, including the Jacksonville Jaguars might be houseless. Apparently can't say homeless anymore. So uh, houseless. Uh, I don't don't ask me what the difference between those two things is. They're housing deficient. They, they, they lack a place to call their own. Indeed, indeed, that could be uh, that could be an interesting wrinkle in uh, in the in the forecoming years. Uh, and there's allegedly a plan, uh, but we'll talk about that. The next segment in this one, we we have to talk about he who doth have unibrow. <laughs> oh yes, Anthony Davis. Uh, last night, the Los Angeles Lakers 
losing 121 to 106 to the Golden State Warriors in game five of the Western Conference semifinals. A game that the Golden State Warriors, I mean, they controlled the entire second half of that game, out rebounding the Lakers. It was never really in doubt. No, no. They controlled it. And Anthony Davis in the middle of the fourth quarter took an elbow to the head. Him's got a boo boo. He did. We always have made fun of Anthony Davis and his uh, lack of ability to stay on the court. Well, I mean, that's because he's soft as the contents of a newborn's diaper. (laughs) Uh, I mean, I really don't know what you want me to say. Right. I mean, you have long said Anthony Davis gets a hangnail and misses the game. I'll never forget he once bruised his eyebrow in in a layup line and missed two games. I have never seen a softer grown man in my life. Right. But it's not even the he sat down. All right. Game's out of game's out of reach. It's okay. I get it. Jim's got a boo-boo. And he feels the urge to not go back in the game. I'm not even gonna hammer you for that. When the wheelchair shows up <laughs> and, and you and, and and Hims has a headache and you get in it and go the back Mm-mm. you you're really just confirming what it is that i've always said about you you're not a superstar you're one of the most talented players in this league and it's not even debatable if you count on him he will let you down outside of two years in new orleans he's never missed less than 15 games in a season never this is what he does mm-hmm. Do you know the most games he's ever played with the Lakers? Uh, 47. 62. Once. 62, 56, 40, 36. Okay. Awesome. Yeah, you're you're a real superstar. And and the reason that I want to talk about this, A, is to make just a slew of jokes. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody, I, I don't remember if it was you or Brian Hall. Somebody asked me, what would have to happen to me for me to get into a wheelchair? That was me. so. I I I I hear your I hear your question, and I'm going to answer it with a yarn. I, on the day of the butt fumble, stepped on a roofing nail. All right, I had just had my. I've told the story on the show before. Worst day of my life. Jets butt fumble happens. I go outside to angrily have a, a heater, and I stepped in the yard, and I look down, and I see the tip of a nail in the top of my foot and it has gone all the way through it i don't know if you've ever done that we'll say it hurts a bit it does that that, that smarts just a hair it does i walked all the way into an er because i hadn't had a tetanus shot since i don't when was reagan president like it was sometime <laughs> in there and and so i you know were you to, even born during the reagan administration i of course i was like all the greatest things in the world i was born <laughs> in the reagan administration so, I walked all the way into the ER, refused to park in the emergency spot because that's for people that are having an emergency. Right. I walked from the parking lot all the way to the ER. They brought me a wheelchair because, frankly, by this time, there, there was a lot of blood. Mm-hmm. And I went, Mm-mm. there is nothing that you can do to get me <laughs> into that chair. Because I am an able-bodied man, and I will walk this off. And that 
is how every able-bodied competitor would treat that scenario. On the post-game show on TNT, they were playing the highlights from the game. And when uh, Ernie Johnson did the line in the script about Anthony Davis having to take a wheelchair or taking the wheelchair from the tunnel to the locker room, you heard crumbling paper off screen. Then when they came back, you didn't really know what was happening, but you knew there was some uneasiness on the set because Ernie had this look like you guys are really starting to tread into that wheels, you know, the wheels are coming off of this thing between Charles Barkley and Shaquille O'Neal. And then Kenny Smith starts making references, poking them to keep them laughing because they're, they're all laughing at soft-ass Anthony Davis taking a wheelchair. Because imagine this. Imagine uh, Shaquille O'Neal in the NBA playoffs back in his heyday with the Lakers. He gets, I mean, just floored. He gets undercut by somebody. And big six-foot, or what is it, seven-foot-two, or however tall he is, lands on his head. And they go, dude, you've got a concussion. And they bring him a wheelchair. You would have seen that thing fly across the arena like Bobby Knight. Get that away from me. I don't need it. Yes. However, you look at soft old Anthony Davis and he goes, okay, I'll sit in the wheelchair. uh, Thank you for bringing me that. Frankly, can I just drive this around all the time? Because this makes walking much more comfortable. I mean, how Anthony Davis doesn't know, doesn't have the self-awareness to look at these guys and go, I'm not sitting in there. Can I ask you a question, just in theory? So we, we've got a lot of fans that uh, that are New Orleans Saints fans that are from the Louisiana area, and a lot of those guys are also Pelicans fans. Okay. You ever met one person that said he's not a Pelican? One. Ever. Don't you ever met know. one? No. 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 Because they knew exactly what it was. And Zion, who never plays, Brandon Ingram, who couldn't defend the chair I'm sitting in, that's fine. We're, we're much better this way. It is. I am much happier this way. It'll be the same with Zion. I. It'll be the exact same thing. Because Zion's do doing the exact thing that Anthony did. Yeah, but I actually think he has legit, like, I, actual... I, I actually think there's legit ailment here. Well, I mean, there was legit ailment with Anthony yeah, until... Yeah, he had a hangnail. Uh, no, he was legit hurt. I think one time he sprained his earlobe. Uh, I don't know how you do that. That's That was a new one. No, come on. He was legit hurt at the beginning of that last one year. One time he flipped his eyelid. <laughs> uh, have you ever done that? You flip your eyelid and then you just can't get it oh, back it's down? Freaky. It's freaky. Yeah, yeah, he did that one time. He was yeah. out for like a month. Right. I mean, just it really mental health. Thing. But at the He end, needed that. Yeah. And I, I just, I'm looking at Anthony Davis. And so... My best friend on the planet is a huge NBA fan. All right, best man in my wedding. We're getting married a week from Saturday, so obviously he and I have been in a lot of uh, in a lot of touch over the last few days. So he, 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 we were talking earlier, and he said, "You better hope Golden State pulls this out because that Laker team should really scare you about your Nuggets." You know what my response was? Nikola Jokic will do things to Anthony Davis in a seven-game series that would probably put a, 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 a common person on the uh, in jail because he will eviscerate him in a way that I am not sure we have ever seen the likes of. So I just, you know, I was curious. I went back to see 
what has uh, Nicola looked like against the Lakers mm-hmm. in the last eight games? His plus minus has been negative one time. Do you know what the commonality of or, or what the difference in that one game and all the other seven are? Jamal Murray didn't play. It's the one that Anthony Davis didn't play. Uh, it's the one that Anthony Davis didn't play. So, you know, maybe and and you know, people know that I've hopped on the the Nuggets bandwagon because I, I mean, I'd be lying if I said I really cared about the NBA that much. I don't. I like to wager it, not necessarily watch it. I love Nikola Jokic because that to me is a player that I can get behind. There are a lot of these guys. Joel Embiid. I would seven games of Joel Embiid, Nikola Jokic, in. For me, that's appointment television. It's about as good as the NBA is going to give you at this point mm-hmm. because those are two fun guys to watch play. And Joel Embiid has more physical ailments than you could count. Still plays. Mm-hmm. Plays more than Anthony Davis. Mm-hmm. So for those two, I'm in. Can you construct me another finals matchup that you would even vaguely care about? No. Lakers, Celtics, do you care at all? Because I'm going to tell you, I, I mean, don't. I, I mean, I do. I don't. I think it would be eye broccoli to really? watch. I think it would be horrendous to watch, to be really honest with you. Sixers, Lakers is a little better if I knew I was going to get Anthony Davis in every game. Mm-hmm. I feel almost certain that I'm not going to. Or he'll have one of those, oh, my hair hurts, and uh, down he goes. <laughs> so, and this is just my, maybe I'm a little biased. I'm not going to tell you I'm not. If I was the NBA, I would be rooting as hard as humanly possible for a Sixers-Nuggets final. That will be seven games of electric buildings that will show really nicely on television. And I got news for you. The NFL has pilfered all of your inventory, mm-hmm. except your conference finals and your NBA finals. And it's really hard for me to get behind Anthony Davis, who may or may not play, LeBron James, who's 38 years old. And I mean, and he's still fine. I don't think anybody with an IQ above salad dressing thinks he's a top eight player in this league at this point because he's not. Mm-hmm. He's a decent facilitator, he can score from time to time. But the the game is, he, he's on the 18th hole here. To me, there's not a lot of intrigue here. Even yeah. Jason Tatum and, and Jalen Brown. Is that fun to watch? I think it is. I don't. I, I don't really find it entertaining at all. Because it's two dudes while three other guys just stare at them. Because they're like, if you throw me that ball, I'm either going to bounce it off my foot or I'm going to make a horrendous attempt at that basket because you're the only two on this team that can score. Mm-hmm. And that just seems to be a commonality with a lot of these things. Phoenix is play- – I watched a lot <laughs> of game five because watching Denver do that to Kevin Durant did a lot for my heart. Mm-hmm. I was watching some of these players that Phoenix would put on the court going, you don't belong in the NBA let alone playing in a playoff series. You don't deserve the jersey you're wearing. And then that got my, got in my head, and I've started thinking about this as we've gone down the rabbit hole. You know, we talked about super teams for all these years with the NBA and how all these superstars were going together. How many of these teams legitimately have more than two guys that really move a needle at all? Phoenix has two. Mm-hmm. I think the Nuggets have two. They have two that are, I'm not going to say they move the needle, but they're close. 
Yeah. Aaron Gordon can be a superstar on any given night, and so can Michael Porter Jr. Michael Porter Jr. But they're not. The Warriors have Steph and Clay, and Clay is has got one foot in the grave and one foot on a banana peel. Mm-hmm. And the Lakers have AD and LeBron. Mm-hmm. Don't give me D'Angelo Russell. Uh, he gives up every bit as many points as he scores. Right. And you get Philadelphia that's got eh, Tobias is close. Harden and Bede. Mm-hmm. Tatum and Brown. Mm-hmm. Butler not a bio. Mm-hmm. Julius Randle and, and Jalen Brunson. Ooh. Those but, names don't sound like they belong. They do. By the way, Colin Cowherd going off about the Knicks need to move off Julius Randle. They need more guys that can score, so maybe let's not throw the baby out with the bathwater. <laughs> Good work for a night. We need more guys that can well, score, I mean, not Col- fewer. I mean, Colin's also hot on uh, Jalen Brown. They need Boston needs to tap out on Jalen Brown. Too, I don't. So. I, I don't even uh, genuinely. I don't even love the NBA. And uh, we've had several people say stick to football. Well, I mean, here's the thing: the schedule's not in our hand yet, so we can only okay. I can only hypothesize about what the schedule's going to look like for so long. I, and I'm just I, I look at the I look at the NBA now and go, there's two dudes on every team. Mm-hmm. It's whose two dudes are the best. Mm-hmm. So, and what two dudes sell to me is the point. You for, said you said the NBA better be hoping for the for the Denver Nuggets to be in the Western Conference Finals, and I don't think you could be more wrong about anything. Well, I think the Suns lo- are eyebrow. No, I think they're looking at this Lakers Warriors series, going, "We want one of those two. To, to well, they're going to gonna have one of those to two, quote unquote man. sell. We need to have no. I mean, in the NBA Finals. Oh, I'll go ahead and tell you, they hey. don't want Denver going because that doesn't sell because they're not sexy. Well, none of this is going to sell. I mean, I, I hate to break it to you, none of it's going to sell. None of this is doing over a five. LeBron going for another title against the Celtics would sell better than the Denver Nuggets and the for the Philadelphia. 76ers. And I'm not 100 percent sure I agree with you. Okay, there is a lot of LeBron fatigue, a lot. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, just think about it this way: Have you noticed that this league went absolutely ratings wise has gone in the toilet since he's been in LA? There's a reason for that. Because now, it, literally, you can't get away from it. Because you have the biggest name on uh, the most marketable franchise, and it's just shoved down your throat. In spite of the fact that it's impossible to watch. Mm-hmm. It's just it's genuinely hard to watch at times. Now, when Anthony Davis is fine, more power to you. That's uh, it's at least pseudo-palatable. Uh, he's off the floor? Ugh. As much as he is the statistical hero of the NBA, Nikola Jokic... I don't think he's broken he he hasn't broken through as a superstar despite the fact that he should have three straight MVPs. I yeah the, the you, Do you think so? Do you think that the, the that NBA fans have embraced him as the elite of the elite? I think you're doing that it, 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 Here's the best way I can say this. I think you're doing that thing that that most fans do of what will the average fan watch? Mm-hmm. The average fan doesn't watch it anyway. It doesn't matter. We've gone down this rabbit hole. We've tried it with LeBron. But you want We've tried to. it with, but they're not going to. They're not going. That's the point. You want something that this is like baseball. All right, you lost me so long ago. Don't even take what's going to get me into account because it doesn't exist. You could put fireworks in the outfield. I ain't watching it ever, 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 ever. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about me. The NBA is in the same spot. You literally can watch our YouTube chat when we talk about the NBA of all these people going, can't watch it, won't watch it, absolutely refuse. 
They're dead to you forever. Stop trying to get that guy. That guy's dead to you. Put a product that gets the fringe guy, which I would say I am still a fringe NBA guy. You can get me on a given night. Obviously, I like the Nuggets because I like Jokic because this is that's a more modern version of basketball. I will watch that. I think a lot of other people will too if you get Embiid Jokic. You give me another retread of Boston Celtics, L.A. Lakers, I have to wash my hair <laughs> or paint my house or hit myself in the head with a wiffle ball bat. I right. won't watch one second of it. I think a lot of people feel the same way I okay. do. Okay. All right. Maybe so. Tonight, the uh, series could come to an end. The 76ers and the Boston Celtics. Uh, Philly leading the series three games to two. Game six tonight at 730. Also game six over in the Western Conference semifinals. Denver Nuggets at the Phoenix Suns, 10 o'clock this evening you're in the sportsocracy this is espn Asheville. back to football next i believe real estate isn't about properties it's about people i'm clarissa hyatt zach with exp realty serving all of western north carolina navigating the home buying and selling journey can feel overwhelming at times and that's why having an agent who cares about you and your needs is key i'm a native of western north carolina and i close over a home a week I'm an expert in the market, pricing my sellers correctly to net you the most money, and working as a skilled negotiator for my buyers. Please give me a call today at 828-774-6343 to set up a complimentary market analysis. Did you know Ingalls only sells USDA choice and prime cuts of meat? Maybe it's time to reward yourself. Our butchers cut all our meat fresh in the store every day. Grass-fed, organic, you name it. Not only that, we'll even cut it to order just the way you like it. And we grind meat fresh in the store multiple times a day. It's all in the bag. That's the best meat in town for the best folks in town. Ingalls. Low prices. Love the savings. The Sportsocracy. That is some good, clean family fun there, eh, Kai? This is the Sportsocracy on ESPN Asheville. It is a Threadbare Thursday. You got a topic suggestion, throw that into the YouTube comments, just like Victor Shelton did. I'm your huckleberry. Victor Shelton says, so so the Jacksonville Jaguars aren't going to have a home for two years? Well, yeah, according to the story today, that is... Uh, that is quite the possibility. Looks like the inevitability at this point. So the Jacksonville Jaguars... The uh, you know ownership there, Shad Khan and company, they want to make sure apparently that Jacksonville or that they stay in Jacksonville. And in order to do that, they're going to have to go undergo major renovations at TIAA Bank Stadium that could displace the Jacksonville Jaguars for two full seasons. The mayor of Jacksonville, Lenny Curry, was on 1010XL in Jacksonville and said that in the years 2025 and 2026, the stadium will be undergoing renovations, or at least that's the plan, and that during those two seasons, the Jacksonville Jaguars will have to find somewhere else to play. So first off, this is going to be a major overhaul of that Jacksonville stadium. I can't imagine what a stadium overall looks like that takes two years. I mean, you gut it. You you leave up the walls, and then everything else gets replaced. I mean, that's what happens when you allow... <clears throat> mullets and jorts to overtake your stadium and you put a pool in it <laughs> so, it's basically like a walmart with a hundred yard football field in it right uh, 
So maybe, maybe this is a, uh, you know, this year, this coming season is a little practice run for Jacksonville, staying over in London for two weeks. Well, the the report that's out today is that they would split their time between London. So from the, from the way I read it, it sounded like they would be the host of all the internet, all of the, the uh, England games for two years. So they would be the home team in Wembley for all of those games. Wow. Five the, games? Well, no, there's only three because the other two are in Germany. Oh, that's right. That's right. So three games. So they would get three there, and then they would play. They would get five home games, one of these two years, and six the other, and they would play those in Orlando. Okay. So at uh, Camping World Stadium? Yeah. So the, the do you realize how far Orlando is away from Jacksonville? It's two hours. Two, uh, roughly two and a half hours. It would basically be like the Carolina Panthers saying that they were going to play their home games at McCormick Field. It's not that far. It's 141 miles away. Well, I mean, not all of us drive like you do there, Mario Andretti. <laughs> I mean, you do 70, you're going to make it in two hours. It's not all interstate. There are... I did Google this. From Jacksonville this. to Orlando? I did Google this. That is, is Google even says it takes two hours and 27 minutes, so... Well, Google all I know, and you're one of those who said, I can do it in 225, I promise. Right. Yeah, I know, I've ridden with you. That's right, that's right. Um, that's quite a ways, though. Yeah, I mean, it's a it's a two-hour drive to Orlando to call it two and a half hours on a bus. To throw in traffic, three hours. Okay. Mm. They also could play uh, at the Swamp. They could play in Gainesville. They could play in Tallahassee. That'd be a hell of a hell of a drive, but yeah, that would be, that's almost too labor intensive. The only there, place, there's some headaches with Tallahassee. The, I can't tell you about Florida. The only place that they could play if they wanted to stay in Jacksonville would be at the um, at the campus of the University of North Florida. Yeah, I don't think that's happening. Yeah, I don't. Know. That's out. That's out. We're going to Camping World, and yeah, London makes a lot of sense for some of those weeks well i mean and the thing i'm looking at here is all right so when you're talking about doing this you're going to be right on the end of the rookie deal for trevor lawrence this team's probably going to be pretty good Mm -hmm. and now you're going to displace him for two years the same thing i said about playing two london games yesterday of man you just don't want to be a consistent franchise do you (laughs) i mean i mean look i understand they need renovations to the stadium I cannot remember a team ever taking two years. Yeah, I, don't I know the either. Bears did it one year, and I don't even remember where they played. Mm-hmm. But they 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 had to renovate Soldier Field for a year. But two, that's just to me that's borderline insane. Uh, on the uh, selfish notion here, or the uh, the selfish side of this topic is that uh, hey, maybe finally we could uh, go back to to having home and home games for the. Uh, world's greatest cocktail party. Uh, that's uh, so that's a report that's they've, out today they've already the, talked about doing yeah. that they've uh, it's already in the discussions without the, the all of this jacksonville not going to have a stadium business can, can i say something that's not popular okay it is absolutely asinine that you do not play these games on your own campuses i mean i agree but it's tradition and uh, traditions are hard to kill and, tra- and many traditions are stupid <laughs> and this one is traditions are hard to kill and uh and that one's been going for a long long time the only high-end rivalry like that other than the army navy game that doesn't play these games on your own campus Mm -hmm. and i'm just and selfishly i'm saying this is a lifelong florida state fan if somebody came to 
to Florida and Florida State and said, you know what? From now on, we're going to play this game in the Mercedes-Benz Dome in Atlanta. You wouldn't get that out of your mouth before we all started laughing. Like, no. Well, no, you wouldn't play it in another state. Well, Georgia's if they, playing it in another state. If they played Georgia it, and Florida are not in the same state. I don't know if you knew that or not. No, but they're... Breaking uh, news. But that's the... It's the Florida Georgia line, not the horrible country band. Uh, it's, they it's, were not horrible. <laughs> it's they right. Great. It's but... right on the border, so it it makes sense. Yeah, I got it. it. It it doesn't make any sense. It's never made any sense to me. And and frankly, I hope this two year hiatus is enough for you to go. Oh yeah, let's do it this way. Mm-hmm. It's way more fun this way. Mm-hmm. I would I would love to see it, but yeah, Jacksonville could have uh, could not have a home in two years, and it's very interesting to think. Could the Jacksonville Jaguars be an actual Super Bowl slash deep run in the playoffs contender in two to three years? Yes. They could. They could be. And that leads into, to me, that leads into another discussion. We got to take a quick break. Got to do weird. Got a super chat from Stephen Tao, and then we'll get into that. You're in the sportocracy, and this is ESPN Asheville. At Ingalls, whether we're celebrating Friday Night Rivals, televising college basketball games, bringing the Fan Fest to semi-pro soccer, or taking you out to the ball game at your minor league park, it's all in the bag. Ingalls, low prices, love the savings. If cleanliness is next to godliness, look around the car right now. Is that very godly? Look, life comes at you fast, but so does WNC Auto Detailing. They have the tools to make your interior look like it's coming off the showroom floor. You don't believe me? Check them out on Instagram. All that filth and years of stains disappear. WNC Auto Detailing does full interior and exterior details with paint correction, and they do wax and ceramic coatings. Call WNC Auto Detailing at 455-3700. Premium care with a Southern Hospitality Touch. Our communities are filled with wonderful people who make living here great. At Home Trust Bank, we're proud of that. And that's why we focus on helping homeowners prepare for what's next. Our local mortgage bankers have the experience you need and exceptional personal service you'll appreciate. Home Trust Bank is ready to help make a house your home when it's time to buy. Visit your local Home Trust branch or go to htb.com forward slash mortgage. On the weird scale, there's Vegas, there's Florida, and there's Asheville. Let's get weird, Asheville. Hey, today's weird story comes to us from the sleepy little town of Perry, Nebraska. I don't know I'm what. I'm telling you, it will never cease to amaze me that we do not talk about these stories beforehand. Mine's from Oklahoma. Oh, really? Yeah. Weird. Does yours it, have something to do with an animal? Yeah. It, I, it never <laughs> fails. It's never the same story, but it always has the same tenor to it. Exactly. Uh, it's, it's very strange how that happens. Anyway, in the uh, sleepy little town of Perry, I keep saying that because I've never heard of Perry, Nebraska, and it's uh, very tiny on the map near the uh, border of Kansas. Uh, Ramona Rustan. She, um, well, she, she, she didn't have a great day where... She was apparently attacked by an animal that is said to be terrorizing the town of Perry. This woman says the animal jumped up and bit her, then went to the neighbor's house and held the neighbor hostage inside her car. It was so menacing that she could not leave her car. Now, 
or we'll play the fun game of guess the animal. Dog. Nope. Is dog it, would it, make way more sense. Is it any form of dog? No. Oh. It was my best chance to be right, because to me, basically, everything with four legs and fangs is a dog. It's a rabbit. It's a rabbit. Apparently, this town is being terrorized by an aggressive rabbit. What, yes. What uh, does an aggressive rabbit look like? <laughs> well, I mean, it's a rabbit that instead of hopping away as soon as it sees you, it apparently attacks you. So it jumps up and it bites this one woman and it goes over to the neighbor's house. And I, I just can't imagine being in a situation where I'm in my car and there's a little bunny rabbit right outside my driver's side window. And I go, I can't get out. This bunny rabbit's just staring at me. Can't figure that out. Upwards of four people a year are killed in bunny attacks. <laughs> For the life of me. 13-year-old girl apparently was also bitten by the same rabbit perry police say now the 13 year old was taken to get rabies shots because that's what you would be concerned about a, a normally skittish animal that is aggressive towards humans you would think something wrong with the animal maybe it has rabies so the 13 year old is taken to the hospital or taken to the local you know er or whatever gets rabies shots the woman the woman who was bitten in this case she's a nurse and she says she's not worried about rabies because she didn't see it frothing at the mouth, so she doesn't see any reason to get the rabies shots. So I, I would think that if you're concerned about this animal having rabies, you you would have it tested, right? Well, there's only one way to test it. Exactly. Police, it doesn't end well for the bunny. Police catch the alleged aggressive rabbit. They took it to a local wastewater treatment plant. Oh, I think I see where this is headed. And they let it go! Oh. They just let... Just, you're free, bunny, out here near the wastewater treatment plant. Like, I, it just doesn't make sense to me. So what you're telling me, and this is where I thought this was going, we've had cocaine bear, now yes. we have meth gator, uh, and now we've got poo bunny. Awesome. <laughs> My story is from Enid, Oklahoma, Enid. 70 miles northwest of Oklahoma City. Police were dispatched to a residence because people in the surrounding area heard the screaming of a woman. Police respond. There is a now viral video that was shared of police responding. They walk around the residence. They do not find a woman. As a matter of fact, they don't find a person of any kind. Hmm. They thought possibly, as it was a farm, so they thought, yeah, we're going to find a you know maybe a person trapped under some farm equipment. Maybe the bunny has... has has cornered somebody here in Enid, Oklahoma. He's on down to Oklahoma. They go all around the place. They find no person. But then, as the video keeps going, you start hearing this noise in the background, and it sounds like a screaming woman. One of the officers said to the other, that's a person, as they start going in to find where the source of the noise is. Would you like to take a guess of what the noise was? It was Sasquatch. It was not Sasquatch. I mean, he does that. It was also not Anthony Davis, although I do believe that he probably does make a sound that could be confused for a crying woman. They, they, they say that Sasquatch makes uh, those noises. That so. was funny. Okay. I got to swear, that was funny. Tank didn't laugh, and I take that as a personal story. <laughs> it was a goat. It was a goat. Uh, the owner of this farm had two goats that uh, he kept in a barn. Apparently, he removed one of the goats, and the other goat was none too happy about it. And an angry goat apparently sounds like a crying woman and that is the thing that i did not know 
I did know that they could scream, which there are videos online uh, that are hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. If you've never heard Living on a Prayer sung by Screaming Goats, hilarious. I also knew they could faint. There is yep. a breed of goat that if you scare it, it just completely bloop, falls out. Mm -hmm. Now, I, I told this, this story is not to be confused with another story that happened recently of where people heard the sound of a bleeding goat and they couldn't find the goat. And then they realized it was just a man listening to a Fleetwood Mac album. <laughs> oh, I told him I was going to make him mad. Let's go. Let's go. You stop the Stevie Nicks slander right now. Lance, Lance. <laughs> All right, let's get to our super chat here from Steven Tao. I'm your huckleberry. He says the Chargers Twitter posted their opponents this year as what Pop-Tart they are. Very funny stuff. You should check it out. And yes, they did. Everybody likes to, you know, the, all these social media teams for, or yeah, social media teams for teams like to, you know, use their creativity, so to speak, to try to see if they can go viral. And apparently it, it worked for Steven Tao on this one. So the, uh, the, the chargers are going with, um, pop tart flavors that their opponents would be. The Baltimore Ravens pick a flavor. What if you make any flavor of Pop Tart? What would the uh, Baltimore Ravens be? Old Bay seasoning. Old Bay seasoning. You got that one correct. Ooh, this is a fun game. Let's see if Jeremy can guess them all. Um, ooh, Chicago Bears. Chicago Bears. I don't know what crime tastes like. Um, <laughs> 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 oh, nor is Beetlejuice a flavor. Let's see. Oh. Chicago deep dish pizza. Deep dish pizza. That's another one. Where's the bell? There we go. Let's bring. I up. did not pull these up. I actually had to ask Tank what the super chat meant. That was the delay in getting to it. Um, the Detroit Lions. Oh boy, uh, uh, Flint, Michigan tap water. Oh, I like that better than what they actually <laughs> baited. it. But no, it was motor oil, Motor <laughs> City. I think I should still get credit I for think that because it's pretty close. Because yours was better. I mean, they're both flammable. Yeah, 100%. Um, my favorite, I believe, is the Las Vegas Raiders. Oh, boy. Um, I, I have so many here, and I don't know that I can say any of them. Um, I'm going strip club ashtray. Yes! Wow! Yes! Filthy ashtray. Oh no! I say I can't take credit for that because oh. to me it was more the, the, the uh, uh, that was ashtray was the only thing from that entity that I could say. <laughs> so I can't really I can't take credit for that. Uh, well, you should you should because that was uh, okay. That was very, that was, very that was an accidental win. Uh, Patrick Holt a hundred percent was in the comments. He said exactly what I was going to say. This is a weird one. The Denver Broncos. Uh, oh, uh, Pop Brownies. See, I want to ring the bell because that's better than what they came up with because I don't really understand this. But it's cream corn. Cream corn flavored? <laughs> I, for Russell Will? I'm not, I'm not getting it. I don't get that I don't, one I don't get all. the cream corn reference there. What is, I mean, is Denver really known for its corn crop? I, I don't know. I really don't know. I mean, I would have understood like marijuana flavored or 
glue. 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 Oh, that would have gotten PETA all wrapped up. Let's ride! The uh, Dallas Cowboys is pretty funny as well. Um, the VHS tape, because their last Super Bowl would have been oh, on a VHS just tape. Just bangers here. Yeah. Uh, no, it's not Here's VHS the thing. tape. This is what Jeremy is made to do. I was a stand-up comedian for a long time. Uh, it's denim. That's pretty good. Denim flavored for the That's Dallas Cowboys. I mean, mullets don't have a flavor. So, Patrick Holt, by the way, is uh, I can't repeat any of these. But they're all phenomenal. The other two uh, on this list worth mentioning, I mean, there was also the New York Jets. They compared that to swamp-flavored. It's weird. No. Um, they also posted a picture of Justin Jefferson with two Pop-Tarts. Looks like strawberry-flavored, possibly blueberry-flavored, with just a pound of raw meat in the middle. I don't, I don't get that either. Uh, One of these social media teams needs to hire me. Now, you need to understand... I can be deemed wildly offensive. Taking so. taking shots at opposing quarterbacks with these last two, though, that we'll bring to you. The New England Patriots. They posted a picture of Mac Jones. Oh, uh, but Melba Toast. Uh, oh, that's very good. But no, this is an actual Oatmeal. flavor of Pop-Tart vanilla milkshake. Oh, yeah. that's. I mean, we're in the same... We're in the same territory. And here. the uh, final one, Ryan Tannehill was the uh, poster child for the Tennessee Titans. Shredded mini wheats. Ooh, it's so close. It's actually the unfrosted blueberry, which um, should not be used for coasters for your coffee. Oh yeah, that's what it should have been. Uh, what is that? What is the the thing that looks like a, a toast? Uh, a coaster? A rice pe- cake. Rice cake. Yeah, that's that's exactly what Ryan Tannehill should be. Because that is, he is just flavorless. You are in the sportsocracy. This is ESPN Asheville. Yeah, hats off to the Chargers Twitter team for coming up with those. Some of some of them were funny. Others we didn't get. But uh, you know, like a, that's that's like many jokes. They're not all going to land. But at least if you got a chuckle out of a couple of them, it was a it was a success. Uh, I frankly, every time I ever did stand up, if somebody didn't threaten to shoot me, I considered that that, that, that was a win. You're in the sportsocracy, and this is ESPN Asheville Threadbare Thursday continues. Get your your topics of suggestion or your suggested topics into the comment section on YouTube. At Ingles, whether we're celebrating Friday night rivals, televising college basketball games, bringing the fan fest to semi pro soccer, or taking you out to the ball game at your minor league park, it's all in the bag. Ingles, low prices, love the savings. Since man created roads, they've been looking for ways to get off-road and vehicles to take them there. That's where Outlaw Off-Road comes in. A premier off-road center for Jeeps, trucks, and SUVs with a complete lineup of off-road and overland services, including maintenance and repair to make your vehicle all that it can be. Check out their location right here in western North Carolina at 85 Avery Creek Road. Call them today at 828-974-8480 or visit them on the web at theoutlawoffroad.com. Rogue Combat Club, Asheville's home for comprehensive martial arts training, has a goal for our community, one that's stronger, more fit, and unwavers in its support of one another. Rogue Combat Club's instructors have competed at the highest levels and offer classes for everyone from young children to adults in Brazilian jiu-jitsu, Muay Thai, and wrestling. Rogue Combat Club classes can help you boost your self-confidence and self-defense skills while weeding out the egos and intimidation found at other gyms. Join today at RogueCombatClub.com. The Sportsocracy. Take all this 
Burn it. Okay? Right. Gasoline, kerosene, either one. Burn it. It is ESPN Asheville, the Sportsocracy, live in the Ingles studio, and a couple more leaks coming out about the NFL season, a couple more primetime games being leaked out. In week eight of Monday Night Football, it's going to be a showdown between the Las Vegas Raiders and the Detroit Lions in Detroit. Woo. Yeah. Week nine. The next week on Monday Night Football be a good one for Jeremy as the Los Angeles Chargers make the trip to New York or New Jersey to take on the New York Jets. I'd bet it. Monday Night Football. I'll bet them all. The Monday Night Football schedule is not horrible. Well, I mean, you have I mean, to- you have you do have the Las Vegas Raiders in two Monday Night Football games. If all is true that we've been told so far today, um you have them on the twice not. in the first four or in four of the first eight weeks of the season. Yeah, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say it's not. But we'll see. I, I mean, here's the thing. We'll know in just mere hours. That's right. Tonight the official schedule release for the twenty twenty three NFL season. And tomorrow at o'clock. and tomorrow, for those of you that, that want us to just stick to football. We got three hours of lightly commercial football. <laughs> uh, from the giant schedule release uh, that was pushed out earlier today, uh, this is according to Warren Sharp at Sharp Football on Twitter. He says, official, the Giants are the first team to be forced to play on the road seven times in the first 10 weeks of the season since the NFL reinstated bye weeks in 1990. Seven road games in the first ten weeks. That's rough. That's brutal. If it's true, it's brutal. Uh, Here's the thing. I'm still not 100% sure that it's true. Here's what, And this is where I fall into this. All right. Have you noticed that all of these leaks come from Dov Kleeman or some random beat reporter? No Adam Schefter. No Ian Rappaport. I mean, and I understand they work for the NFL, so there's probably some kind of, you won't release this. But nothing. Yeah. It's all coming from basically uh, guys like us. Mm. Week three, this this just coming out, uh, w- sources say week three's Monday night football game will feature the Philadelphia Eagles. On the road against Baker Mayfield and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, let's start out the season just getting beat down on Monday Night Football. That's just that's just tears, just unabashed tears, sadness. Don't want to watch it. Uh, that does bring up a good point, though. That our our kickoff of fantasy football. Uh, that's that's going to be coming next week. Armchair and I are going to be going into our into our own forms of the darkness to uh, put out our rankings and get all of our things compiled mm-hmm. uh, for the Mullet Man and the Canadians draft kit for the 2023 season. That you will be able to you'll be able to have that for your own for the for and we'll explain to you how you can do that next week. And I think you're going to like it. Mm-hmm. It's. Tank and I've been conspiring. We brought in some friends. Uh, our, our our charity contest this year is 
let's say it's going to be bigger than ever and it's going to rope in this show and the YouTube and some live stuff and a big prize for one winner. And it doesn't matter if you're any good at fantasy football or not. That doesn't matter. Hmm. Interesting. It is ESPN Asheville. This is the Sportsocracy awaiting the full release of the NFL schedule tonight at 8 o'clock. West Virginia Willie, uh, one of our resident New York Giant fans, said uh, uh, that he'll believe that when he sees a fish drown. And uh, I'm pretty much right there with you. He believes what? That the Giants will have seven of their first ten games on the road. Oh. I almost can't believe that the NFL would do that to a team. It would. That's borderline impossible for me to believe. Mm-hmm. It would be See, tough, that's the, but- and that's the problem. I fall into this with every one of these leaked schedules. Uh, okay, I'm not telling you you're wrong, but you're giving me something that's never happened before in NFL history. Mm-hmm. The, the Green Bay one earlier. Uh, three standalone games in a row. Name me the last time you saw a team do that. Oh, you, you don't see them do that. Mm-hmm. You don't see them do that because the because between YouTube TV that has Sunday ticket, okay, so you're going to take one team completely away from us for almost a month. Mm, you know, no, no, I tend to believe that. I don't think, I, frankly, I, and I could maybe I'm dying on this hill. Mm-hmm. I don't think any of this is accurate. None of it. If it's not from the league, I don't believe it. Straight up, we did this last year, and I, I think I said this yesterday. I had the Jets' full schedule in my hand last year. Do you know how many of those games were accurate? Zero. Not the order, not the the, the times, none of it. None of it. And I won't be shocked if this is the same one. Yeah. Uh, well, I've I've got the running list. I'll be able to compare, and we will uh, we'll have that as a topic tomorrow if that uh, does shape up the bait. I hope that there's a lot of untruths about this. The Green Bay Packers having five count them six counting thanksgiving six primetime games is just absolutely ridiculous with no more aaron Rodgers there it is the sportsocracy this is espn Asheville sports center updates coming up next then it'll be time for the daily draft where eh, why not let's do uh best pop tart flavors i like it all of them are better with butter though He's a degenerate gambler. You are a smelly pirate hooker. And he's cheaper than oxygen. He's useless. But somehow, they make it work. Jeremy Green, Tank Spencer. There's no holding back in the sportsocracy. Presented by Ingalls Supermarkets. Welcome back into the sportsocracy on ESPN Asheville. 92.9 FM, 880 AM. 1400 the sportsocracy heard everywhere on the iHeartRadio app you can see us live in the Ingles studio on youtube just go to the sportsocracy.com click the live video link subscribe to the channel that way you can join us in the chat give us your topic suggestions here on this and every threadbare thursday from now until the start of the nfl season i uh, and just a a programming note i will not be here uh, Thursday and Friday of next week. Uh, Amy and I are getting married oh, a week from this Saturday. Need a couple days to make sure everything's right. Got people coming in town. Make sure that you got time. So I will be gone for a few days. Not real sure what the next week's going to look like yet. Uh, just depends on how uh, how uh, exhausted we are from uh, the process that is a wedding. Right. 
Uh, it, anybody who's ever gotten married, you know exactly what he's going through. Uh, it is it, it is one of those times where this is the this is the true test. This is the true test of the relationship to see if it'll last. Now we we you've have... already lasted five years, correct? So there's no, you know, there's no like, hey, we've been together for a year and we're trying to get married. And this is when you know, though, because by the end of it, I remember when we got married, and me and my wife were not the bestest of friends i guess uh by the time we got married yeah i've had a lot of people say by the time we said i do those were the first words we'd spoken to each other in about 36 hours mm-hmm. I'm like, i can't tell you I, how many times the phrase i don't care came out of my mouth yeah you know and, and you know it's funny uh it's funny you mentioned that because i've learned in this process that that is never the right answer to anything which is why i told you at the beginning of the process play like you care because because I don't care what color slash type of flowers is at the reception. It's not going to go over. That goes over like a turd in a punch bowl of just, you got to care. You got to at least fake like you care. Well, I mean, here's the thing. I'm colorblind. So colors and things like that are, are not easy for me. Well, let her decide the colors. But if she asks you, are I've we let going her with, decide everything. Are we I'm going, going with mm-hmm. lilies or begonias? Uh you know, I don't actually know the difference between those two flowers. I don't so. either, but it's lilies, always lilies. I remember there was a guy that played for the Jaguars that named Jeff Zagonia. <laughs> I remember, I know that. That's just that's who I am. There was a guy that came out of Florida in the draft a couple of years ago, wasn't it? Jabari Zagonia, wasn't that his name? Uh, good for you. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm almost shocked that you remembered that. <laughs> no, but we're we're very excited for the wedding. Uh, as I said yesterday, a lot of people have asked if 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 we have a registry or anything like that. That is that will be going on our on our Facebook. We and I can't emphasize this enough. I said it in the chat yesterday. This is me being uh, neurotic. I don't want anybody to think that there's we're not soliciting anything. I've just had a bunch of you ask, mm-hmm. and I feel bad because I'm always the one that answers. And so we wanted to do a blanket here of there is no actual registry, but there is a uh, a honey fund for uh, when we actually do finally get to take the honeymoon. Honey fund. It's actually a brilliant idea. People can just, there you go, credit card, uh, cash donation, boom. Like it. And there's no interest whatsoever. No PayPal, no none of that. Awesome. 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 Uh, all right, so yeah, that'll be on the social medias if you want to con- contribute to the newlywed fund. Uh, you are encouraged to do so, or welcome to do welcome so. Welcome to do not so. Not encouraged so. by any stretch. Yeah, yeah. no. Yeah, yeah. I just, now, and I'm going to keep saying that anytime that comes up. Yes. Yeah. Um, the NFL schedule gets released tonight at 8 o'clock. We uh, have been going through some of the leaks today, talking about uh, potential matchups. Uh, you know, the, lots of primetime games being thrown out there, what to believe, what not to believe, whatever. Uh, last hour, if you're just joining us, just getting in the car, going home from work, uh, glad you're with us and along for the ride here. Uh, but last hour, it was brought to our attention that the Los Angeles Chargers uh, social media team had gone and compared their opponents this upcoming season to Pop-Tart flavors. Some of them were pretty funny. The Dallas Cowboys being uh, labeled the denim-flavored Pop-Tart was good. The Las Vegas Raiders were the filthy ashtray, which Jeremy guessed, and that kind of scares me. I didn't really get I said strip club ashtray, but that's the only... How clean you think that ashtray is. Nothing good can come from what I'm going to say here, so we should move (laughs) on. (laughs) Uh, So, uh, today's daily draft, why not? 
Pop-Tart flavors. You get number one pick. I get the number one pick. And for me, there's only one answer. Uh, To me, there are two possible answers here because there are two go-to Pop-Tart flavors for me. But I'll go with the most popular, in my opinion, flavor is the Frosted Strawberry. That's the only answer that there was to be had. Nah. If you had said anything else, I would have judged you out loud. That is the Rolls Royce of Pop-Tarts. It's so good that, and I'll be as honest about this as I can be, the unfrosted strawberry is on my list. Ugh. That's how good strawberry is. No, sir. Well, no, I don't have to take that one anytime soon. No, you don't. Because uh, also... there will not be an unfrosted anything on my list. But it's not even really frosting. It's like it's like flavored lacquer that they put on top of a Pop-Tart. <laughs> it's baked I mean, frosting. It's a strudel. With a little glob of that on it. You said frosting. Have you ever seen a frosting like that? How did you spread that frosting? It's hard as the table that my elbows are leaning that's on the, right but now. That, that's what happens in the baking process. I, uh, I've seen a lot of things baked. These things are pre-baked. Yeah, I've seen a lot of things baked. I've never seen frosting that hard. <laughs> okay, so you, you got... typically don't bake things with frosting on it. Just want to throw that out you're there. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Uh, all right, so there was only one that I wouldn't have outwardly judged you for had you taken it in place of frosted strawberry. Mm-hmm. Go and, ahead. and it's the brown sugar. Of course it is. It's the, the brown sugar is phenomenal. The brown sugar cinnamon is, to me, head and shoulders number one. Then why did you not take it number one? Because frosted strawberry is the most popular, and I do love it. Now, here's the thing. We we love butter on Pop Tarts. On the Saturday show years it's so ago, freaking good. we did this live. We figured you know we heard the the the, the Family Guy skit. Of, uh, we sang, we also sang the song multiple times. Yes, uh, and then we had to have butter on Pop Tarts live on the air, and it changed our lives. Changed mine forever. Um, butter on the frosted strawberry Pop Tart. There is no other greater delicacy in life. Not so great, in my opinion, on the brown sugar cinnamon. Still good, still improves it, oh, yeah, but still, nothing compared to the frosted strawberry. It's still phenomenal. Uh, my second selection, and I really didn't think about this, mm-hmm. uh, it's the frosted wildberry. That's the closest you get to the strawberry. Okay. Because I, I, I had a funny feeling where you were going, and there's another one that I like as much. It's just not as common. Mm-hmm. You don't see it as much. Hmm. Can't wait to find out what that is. All right, I got back-to-back picks here. I, and I also have absolutely no idea what flavors are in the Wildberry. It has a raspberry, a strawberry, and a blueberry on the uh, on the box. I taste none of those flavors in that frosting. So, you know, you don't want to tell me? That's fine. You just keep cranking out those purple <laughs> Pop-Tarts, and I'll keep eating them. That's all of them, by the way. It's all the flavors mashed into one i, I guess it's just it's happiness the obligatory snozberry flavored and by the way that's the best one with butter on it the wild berry mm-hmm. oh yeah not not a great fan it i, I mean it's fine oh, it's okay. but it's nothing close to the strawberry it doesn't come close to the brown sugar cinnamon and frankly it's not even in contention for me with just the frosted blueberry I keep it simple when it comes to my Pop-Tarts. You know, 
and and this is where I think you you you, you may have done yourself an injustice. Mm-hmm. I detest blueberry. Really, I hate it. Never had a blueberry in my entire life. Like the berry itself, and do not like that fake blueberry taste. Okay. So you could have saved that one for dead last, and you still got it. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I've ever even had one of those. Well, that if I have, it has not been my. Let my me choice. understand why you wouldn't if you don't like blueberry flavored nope. things. I got a blueberry f- flavored bang the other day. That somebody just handed me it's blueberry nectarine. Mm-hmm. I was dumbfounded how much I liked it. Right. Uh, since we're doing this, uh, you know, fifteen minute spot for pop tarts here, uh, unpaid. Although they could pay. Uh, advertising could. at thesportsocracy.com and any of the rest of you can as well. If you'd like to. Uh, I'm I'm going to do something that you probably will. Well, you do expect me to do this. You always expect me to tank up a draft. So at number three, I'm going to draft a flavor I've never even had before because it's brand spanking new. But, but it intrigues me such that I must try it immediately. They have just released Apple Jacks flavored Pop-Tarts. Oh, but yeah, that, and yeah. I am... Speedy Gonzalez to the grocery store. Two, Come on, Angles. Please have this in stock already. The savings. <laughs> uh, yeah, that actually the, the, the in Apple Jacks brand new. There are two brand new flavors. One of them, Jeremy has no chance of ever trying. Uh, the Apple Jacks is very intriguing to him. He will never, ever, ever even he, he will not buy the Apple Jacks flavored if it's sitting next to their other new flavor, which is banana bread. Oh, no, Seacrest out. Banana anything, I, I'm out. So I'm going out. with the brand new Apple Jacks flavor because, honestly, when it comes to Pop-Tarts, like I said, I don't really I don't really get down with all of the weird flavors of Pop-Tarts. I'm very simple. It's strawberry, brown sugar cinnamon, blueberry. That's my wheelhouse. Sometimes I'll get a wild berry every now and then, but nah, I won't buy a whole box of them. So there are... There's at least one that I feel like you're trying to hold out because you know I'm not a fan of the uh, of the entity that this is emulating. Mm-hmm. S'more is next for me. Okay. And I don't like s'mores at all because I'm repulsed by marshmallows. Mm-hmm. Marshmallow, whipped cream, Seacrest out. Yep. Don't like either one. And frankly, I think it's the same stuff. One of it's in a cream and one of it is in the villain from Ghostbusters form. And that I don't like either one of them, and they're awful. I love marshmallows. Not wild about the s'mores-flavored pop Really? Yeah. It's something about the something about the chocolate. See, I And the don't... graham cracker crust. It doesn't really hit home to me. Like, it, I don't know. I, I've had it once, and I went, yeah, I'm not but wild it has about to be, that. But it has to be really hot. Mm. That is one that you can't just take it out of the pantry and, and nom, nom, nom. No, that has to be heated aggressively. Yep. All right, I've got two more on my list. If you take either of these two with your last two picks, I'm 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 in trouble. The question is, which one do I want more? And for me, it's really not that hard. Uh, cinnamon roll. The frosted cinnamon roll pop tart is out of bounds. Good. Okay. And I I would be lying if I said that I had never in my younger days maybe gone full aaron Rodgers, and made a sandwich out of two cinnamon roll pop tarts with eggs and bacon in the middle 
My next and Tank now knows what his breakfast will be yeah. on Saturday. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> my next favorite. Hmm. I'm gonna go with the chocolate fudge. Solid, steady. It's a little rich for me. It's just. Well, I mean, all of them. All of them are really, but especially the chocolate ones. So I'm gonna go with chocolate fudge. And then I'm 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 tempted by the banana banana bread because I've never had that either. Obviously, with it being a new flavor, but I love banana. Bread. I love all. I love right. Uh, you know, I, I I love green bananas. I love ripe bananas. Uh, you know, I I like banana flavored things. The only way I can eat a banana is if it is literally like jet green. The minute it gets a brown spot on it, throw it away. It's gross. It's it needs to not be in the house anymore. And so now I've just gotten to a point of I can't find them that way, mm-hmm. so I'm sick rest out. All right, my my final one, Snickerdoodle. Did you even know they had a Snickerdoodle flavor? Um, <clears throat> maybe I'm uh, showing my ignorance and my arse here. You don't know what Snickerdoodle is. I don't know what is. the hell a Snickerdoodle is. Really? Uh, like, straight up, I don't know what – I know what Snickers are. I know what a Labradoodle is. And I'm not understanding how those two things together are making a pop tart. This is flavor. after this is after the cookie. And there's Snickerdoodle cookies or like cinnamon cookies. So this is so it's cinnamon flavored pop tart. It's got vanilla in it, and there's a butter flavor to it as well because it's emulating the flavor of the cookie. What is the cookie? It's it's a cinnamon cookie. With vanilla. Then why do they not call it a? Then why do they not call it a cinnamon cookie? It's called Snickerdoodle. I don't know. I didn't name them. What, what is this like? The candy aisle had a had a love puppy <laughs> with a Labradoodle Snickers candy bar. I, nothing to do with that. Snickerdoodle cookies. They, why does they've that have existed a long before Snickers candy bars existed. Then, then that name is stupid. And I'm not treated. I, I agree. Snickerdoodle, whoever owns Snickerdoodle cookies uh, should have sued Snickers when it came out. Um, or Snickers should sue this stupid, fictitious cookie you're talking about for using their name. <laughs> Another cinnamon Pop-Tart. It doesn't have the, uh, you know, like the brown sugar cinnamon frosting on it. It doesn't have that. It's got like crystallized cinnamon sugar on the outside instead of a frosting. It's pretty good. Right, so that means it's to me for the last bit. Yeah, last bit. Uh, it's, it's real easy because you left me the one I wanted. Chocolate chip. It's got the little chocolate swirl on it. Oh, yeah, it tastes like a chocolate chip pancake. Uh, by the way, Evan Doyle in our YouTube comments said uh, Pop-Tarts are, uh, he read an article a while back that somehow Pop-Tarts are little, literally the least nutritious thing available in most grocery stores, yet one of the most popular items in them. Of course they are. God bless America. Absolutely, because it's an easy breakfast. And everybody goes, mm-hmm. oh, toaster pastries. Sure, that's got to be a sensible Awful. breakfast. Awful for you. Mm-mm. No, sir. Uh, that's why kids like it, because there's nothing healthy about them. Jonathan Welch said, I swear, Jeremy lives under more of a rock than I do. It's not that I live under a rock. I just, okay, I don't like sweet things in large part. So if I'm going to eat a cookie, I'm going to eat a chocolate chip cookie, or I'm going to go full cookie monster and just eat cookie dough, chocolate chip cookie dough. I don't, I don't need this fictitious cookie he's talking about. The snickerdoodle. 
I still think you made that up. Cinnamon sugar cookie. It's not. It's it's not a big secret. So is it just a sugar cookie with cinnamon on it? Kind of with it with it in the batter and all of that. It's just, yeah, yeah, like a cinnamon sugar cookie. This is another one of those things where we had to give something a name that didn't need a name. Again, I think you're 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 having problems with the fact that Snickerdoodle cookies have existed way longer than the actual candy bar. And so you're thinking like you're thinking like if somebody said, "Hey, would you like a Snickerdoodle cookie?" and you go, "Hell yeah, I love Snickers and cookies." No, that's not what this is. No, here well, here's the thing that's bothering me. I've known what a Snickers bar was since about the time I learned to talk. I uh have known what a snickerdoodle was for about six minutes so and i'm still not 100 percent sure i know what it is so yeah snickers older in my mind and to me that's all that matters you're in the sportsocracy this is espn Asheville. we'll be right back since man created roads they've been looking for ways to get off-road and vehicles to take them there that's where outlaw off-road comes in a premier off-road center for Jeeps, trucks, and SUVs with a complete lineup of off-road and overland services, including maintenance and repair to make your vehicle all that it can be. Check out their location right here in Western North Carolina at 85 Avery Creek Road. Call them today at 828-974-8480 or visit them on the web at theoutlawoffroad.com. Running a small business is no small task. At Home Trust Bank, we work hard to prepare businesses for whatever tomorrow may bring. Your dreams are our business, and we have local experts who can help you plan for a successful future. Dependable guidance you need and service you'll appreciate. At Home Trust Bank, we take your small business banking personally. Visit your local Home Trust branch or anytime at htb.com. Member FDIC. M-O-M. Three little letters that hold so much power, importance, and love. At Ingalls, we know that being a mom is its own reward, but it's also the toughest job anyone can take on. So to all the moms out there who save the day, on a daily basis, for kids big and small, we at Ingalls got your back. Happy Mother's Day, moms. Ingalls, we're with you every step of the way. We are back at the Ingalls studio on ESPN Asheville. Follow the Sportsocracy on all the social medias at the Sportsocracy. Uh, sales guy Will uh, texted me during the break and said the Oreo Pop-Tart is fire. Uh, I didn't know that there was an Oreo Pop-Tart. There is. There is I an Oreo Pop-Tart. Oreo anything is good. I have never tried it. I make an Oreo cheesecake. That is the only dessert that I actually know how to make. And it is just genuinely awful for you uh i mean you you it's one of those things that's so decadent that you eat a piece of it and then you just walk away and go that was delicious but now i kind of want to just crawl in a hole and die um because i feel awful but it's so tasty (laughs) uh steven tow says cookie dough is better than the cookie itself i disagree i like both honestly I think they both have a merit. I also make my own cookie dough. What up? The mm-hmm. other only dessert I know how to make is <laughs> just cookie. Any kind of cookies? Uh, no, I know how to do chocolate chip. Oh. The, to me, that's the only cookie that exists. You're you're 
fictitious candy bar puppy dog hybrid cookie. I, it's, I'm sick of out. Sticker still can't wrap his head around the snickerdoodle idea. I just I don't understand why it has a stupid name. Like that, that I, I if it's a cinnamon sugar cookie, call it a cinnamon sugar cookie. Stop naming things that don't need names. Well, I mean, I could give you the history of it if you'd like, because I did look it up. Uh, <laughs> it's it, it's German. It's it's based okay. in German bakery, uh, where they made, or or one of the, a famous German dessert or pastry is Schnecken, and Schnecken is a sugar cinnamon pastry thing. It looks like a cinnamon roll, basically. Love cinnamon. So in the 1800s, somebody started making like Schnecken flavored cookies and the Americans got a hold of it. And I don't know, there's like some Yankee doodle thing in there. I don't know. And we can't say Schnecken. So they said Snicker and it became Snickerdoodle. Like it's just one of those things. So, I mean, like I said, it's been around since the early 1900s or earlier. So way before the Snickers candy bar ever existed. Anyhow, now that we've gone down that little useless nugget of trivia. You know, it's funny. We we plan these shows, we we script them out, and then we wind up talking about cookies. Mm-hmm. Because no matter how much weight we lose, we are two fat guys at heart. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, in the YouTube comments, we've had uh, several topics thrown out for discussion today. Uh, earlier in the program, first hour of the program, we were talking about uh, – Coaches on the hot seat to start out the 2023 NFL season. And um, let's see. Sorry. Uh, West Virginia Willie asked about Ron Rivera. He was not one of the names that we mentioned in our discussions about coaches on the hot seat. He said, is Ron Rivera on the hot seat? I feel like he's been on the hot seat for two years. And I would say not really. At this point, I feel like Ron Rivera is the foremost Washington authority. And, and uh, all right, so we've talked about how confident he obviously is in Sam Howell. Mm-hmm. I, I also feel like that comes with some form of assurance that we're going in with no parachute whatsoever with a rookie, which means, all right, what is the expectation of, uh, of the year? I mean, what what would, and I guess my, I would answer the question with a question. What would Washington have to do to get him fired this year? Oh, and six. I don't agree with it. It'd have to be a disastrous start like that. And I'm not even sure that would get him. I'm not sure that would get him. Absolutely, because they hired your replacement. Just like the Los Angeles Chargers, their expectations are completely different. With the Los Angeles Chargers, but just like Brandon Staley has Kellen Moore breathing down his neck, you don't think Eric Bieniemy is breathing down Ron Rivera's neck? I and that's a that that is a very formidable point. I, I think Washington's an interesting team. Mm-hmm. You know, they played nine true road games, and it's it's uh, it's ugly. Tell me, this team starts out zero and six. The offense looks good. Sam Howell looks like he's a, could be a good starter in the league, and everything's moving. They're moving the ball, but they're giving up way too many points. Here you go. You've got head coach who's supposed to be in charge of the defense. That's his job, just like Brandon Staley in Los Angeles. Your right. defense is giving up way too many points. Say your uh, your average finish to games is like uh, thirty five to thirty or some something like that. Of which I see no path. No, I don't either. But what? But I'm saying. Could be a possibility. 
they're they're I, a team I can to, see that. they're a team tonight with a schedule release that I think how things start. You're I not, mean, I'm, I'm just looking at who they're playing. I would if I'm Washington, I'm hoping to see Arizona early, Chicago early, the Rams, the Falcons, the Broncos. I'm trying to avoid the Jets. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to avoid the Eagles, the Cowboys the 49ers. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see any of these really elite defenses in the first handful of weeks. Yeah. I want to give Sam Howell a couple of weeks to to get his feet under him and and see where this is going to go. I had somebody ask me it just it, since Washington came up. Mm-hmm. And this is I'm going to ask this in a fantasy football way, but I don't necessarily mean it that way. Where would you put Terry McLaurin for the upcoming year? In terms of receivers in the NFL? Oh, I would say somewhere between 15 and 20. I'm higher than both of those numbers. Really? I am. I am. I think I will probably be higher on Terry McLaurin than I can't say anybody in the industry, but mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to be higher than most. So top 10, are you going that he's high? He's in that, he's in that beginning of the teens. He was wide receiver 12, I think last year. And that was with really? Taylor okay. Heineke and. Uh, trust me, I was as shocked as you were. I mean, he is the focal point in that offense, so it makes no a doubt. whole lot of sense. And I think there's a regression with Curtis Samuel and uh, an addition of Jahan Dotson. I, just, I really like Terry McLaurin for mm-hmm. this year. And I think people will avoid him because of Samuel. Yeah. Uh, one more Monday Night Football leak has come out. Week two of Monday Night Football. This will, uh, If all of this is correct, we will now have the first five weeks of Monday Night Football uh, games already leaked out. Week two... The New Orleans Saints at the Carolina Panthers. So there you go. We got a lot of Panthers fans. We got a lot of Saints fans in the chat. You guys can have fun with that. Uh, Week two, Monday Night Football in Charlotte, Bryce Young against Derek Carr. You're in the sportsocracy. This is ESPN Asheville. Coming up, the most important message of the day. At Ingalls, whether we're celebrating Friday Night Rivals, televising college basketball games, bringing the Fan Fest to semi-pro soccer, or taking you out to the ball game at your minor league park, it's all in the bag. Ingalls, low prices, love the savings. Rogue Combat Club, Asheville's home for comprehensive martial arts training, has a goal for our community, one that's stronger, more fit, and unwavers in its support of one another. Rogue Combat Club's instructors have competed at the highest levels and offer classes for everyone from young children to adults in Brazilian jiu-jitsu, Muay Thai, and wrestling. Rogue Combat Club classes can help you boost your self-confidence and self-defense skills while weeding out the egos and intimidation found at other gyms. Join today at RogueCombatClub.com. I believe real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa Hyatt-Zach with eXp Realty, serving all of Western North Carolina. Navigating the home buying and selling journey can feel overwhelming at times, and that's why having an agent who cares about you and your needs is key. I'm a native of Western North Carolina, and I close over a home a week. I'm an expert in the market, pricing my sellers correctly to net you the most money, and working as a skilled negotiator for my buyers. Please give me a call today at 828-774-6343 to set up a complimentary market analysis. (laughs) 
It is ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM and 1400. Time for the most important message of the day, Jeremy Green. Don't do crimes. Yeah, and uh, today, well, we've been talking about, you know, we always get, or not always, but we get down these little rabbit holes talking about food. Uh, we are a rabbit hole. That is which very true. usually is talking about food. That is very true. Um, Jeremy, do you have a... Uh, do you have a, a, a certain something that you put in a salad to make it better? Salad dressing. No, I mean like something most people don't put on salad. Like, do you most put, people don't put the level of salad dressing? Like, on do, salad like, like, do you, do, you, do you have to have olives or jalapenos? Uh, if you put olives or, on anything I'm eating, I reserve the right to punch you very hard. <laughs> no, I mean I'm a just regular. I, I like it to have more tomatoes than most. Okay, interesting. That's what really makes. A we salad like to put the uh, French fried onions on them. You know, the ones mm-hmm. that you put on like top of green bean casserole. We like to put those on top of our salads. Just kind of spices it up a little bit. Um, well, one woman, uh, in Cook County, Tennessee, she had a salad the other day. That, well, it it tasted kind of weird. She said it tasted really salty, and she wasn't sure why it tasted so salty and when it was just kind of off. She ate the salad, and then later she started to kind of feel bad, and so she went to lay down. Well, she's laying down, and her partner comes in, who had given her the salad, and does a strange thing. He He immediately starts apologizing saying, I did it, I'm sorry, I did it. And she said, you did what? He said, I'm sorry, I put it in your salad, and I, and, I, and I shouldn't have, and I apologize. Are you okay? And she said, well, you put what in my salad? And he wouldn't tell her. He would not tell her what he put into the salad to the point where she said, I think I might need to go to the hospital. And he said, well, I mean, do you want me to take you? But he still wouldn't give it up what he put in the salad. Well, it turns out that after she went to the hospital, they said, hey, let's do a drug screening. What did he put in the salad? It was meth. For don't s- d- don't <laughs> do meth. For some reason, this guy, and his name is Gomer Sanderson. Gomer Sanderson from Cook County, Tennessee, 53 years old, is now facing charges for, yes, putting meth into the salad of his significant other. Of course, police warning that if you put meth in the salad, you, you could kill someone. 100%. <laughs> so don't do meth and don't make meth salads because that very well may not go over very well. Now, thankfully, this woman did not have any long-lasting effects from from the meth that was in her salad, but Sanderson now under arrest, has been charged with domestic assault and reckless endangerment with a deadly weapon and is now in the Cook County Jail Annex. Does the name Corey Darden Richens mean anything to you? No. She's a 33-year-old woman from Utah, and she wrote a book. It was a very very popular book, apparently. It's called Are You With Me? All right, It's a children's book. About dealing with grief. Hmm, okay. She has three young children, uh, aged five, seven, and nine. And last year, her husband passed away. 
Husband passes away. She writes a book. A lot of people buy the book because she is a, a great authority because she, she sold real estate. And so she had written this book about dealing with grief. There's one rule that I've, I've found to be very consistent. When you use somebody's full name, usually means they were the perpetrator of crimes. Miss Richens wrote a book about grief and has now been charged in the murder of her husband. Okay. Uh, her husband's name was Eric. Uh, he died uh, in March of last year at the age of 39. It was a, there was a bit of a suspicious death, but they, they ruled it a drug overdose. Well, over the course of the last year, they have figured out some things that were a little unsettling. One is that she changed her husband's life insurance to five times the amount three weeks before he died. I will, and maybe this is because I watch way too much true crime stuff. I will never understand why people think they're going to get away with that. Yeah. And HWA is an, ins- she's an insurance fine. It's very suspicious when you do that. Well, they've gone down the rabbit hole and they realized that, that, that she poisoned him with fentanyl. She was putting in his food. And now if you had to guess where somebody would obtain fentanyl, where, where do you think that would be? On the street somewhere? Correct. Yeah. Drug dealer? Who do you think turned her in? The drug dealer. Bingo. Nice. Because he got popped Mm -hmm. for a drug-related offense and as soon as they arrested him he said but wait i can give you something for a lighter sentence and he said and i quote that miss richens had originally asked him for hydrocodone when that didn't work she requested and i quote the michael jackson stuff oh and that was the last nail in her coffin she now has a court date set for may the 19th and okay just it's awful enough that you killed your husband. Then you wrote a book about how I'm so good at dealing with grief. You're a terrible person. Okay. Yikes. I don't like to cast aspersions on somebody before the legal process is, has unfolded. But, Miss Richens, you are not a good person. <laughs> stop. Stop. Stop giving people drugs without them knowing about it. That's just. It's messed up. Yes, it is. This is the Sportsocracy. It is ESPN Asheville. And, uh, oh, we got another one. Schedule leak. Primetime game. Week 9 Sunday night football. Buffalo Bills at the Cincinnati Bengals. That'll be one to top off a good day of football. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Tomorrow we will be discussing our predictions with the schedule out. Uh, We will also revisit what we did last year, and you Mm -hmm. will realize that, you know, for this not mattering to some of you, we were awfully accurate. Lots of uh, talk in the YouTube chat today about strength of schedules. Uh, most recent comment coming from uh, Captain Obvious said the Dolphins have the hardest schedule in the NFL, and I don't think it's really all that close. The strength, the the preseason strength of schedule rankings, to me, they're always skewed. Yeah, because right now Tampa Bay looks like a much more tough opponent than they are. I think Minnesota looks like more of a tough opponent than they are. Well, because you ba- they base all of these strength of schedules on how the team finished last year, which means it's not it doesn't mean nothing, but it's not a great indicator. No, and there are a few other metrics, some of which we'll talk about tomorrow, where 
you bring in analytics and strength of roster and strength of a uh, strength of improvement and things like that mm-hmm. those are better indicators of what a schedule actually looks like i will tell you straight up the afc east schedule is evil whoever wins that division a i don't think will win more than 11 games and whoever that is is going to be really difficult to put out of the playoffs or so beat up by the time they get there that they'll be easy to get out of the playoffs. historically that's not the case there is i hear that argument a lot about well the afc's conversation i had uh this past weekend that why would you bet on anybody winning the super bowl other than philadelphia because they're going to sleepwalk through the nfc yeah iron sharpens iron and there is no empirical evidence whatsoever to prove that a tougher schedule makes you more likely to get bounced early in the playoffs. There is nothing there. It has been researched. It has been dug into. Nothing there. Mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, for me, I would say the six most likely teams to win the Super Bowl are all out of the AFC. Mainly because, okay, as we get to the Super Bowl, you have Jalen Hurts, who I've already said, uh, like him, a good player. Aaron Rodgers, Josh Allen, Pat Mahomes, Justin Herbert, uh, Josh Allen. They're all better than him. And I don't think I'm being spicy in saying that. They're all better quarterbacks than he is. I would 100% take Jalen Hurts over Aaron Rodgers, though. And I think you might be on drugs. Uh, One of them has won two MVPs in the last three years. Mm -hmm. You're letting one bad year with a bunch of rookies really skew you. What big game has he won recently, though? that that's okay. where i go back to and uh, my argument with jalen hurts would be you took the easiest path to the super bowl ever uh, you played a beat-up giants team uh of a, a san francisco team with no quarterback and then you lost mm-hmm. so i mean aaron would sign up for that right now nobody has ever put <laughs> that in front of me can i have that because i believe i could win that well he's not going to get that in the afc no no that is not. definitely for sure uh the but those uh to be trusted not to be trusted strength of schedule rankings currently based on the combined 2022 record of the opponents this year the philadelphia eagles have the hardest schedule followed by the dolphins the patriots the cowboys and the giants the cowboys and the giants are both tied for fourth so those are the five hardest schedules in the nfl according to the strength of schedule or the strength of record i guess from last season the jets are just outside of that at six the bills at seven so yes you have all four of the uh afc east teams in the top seven of the hardest schedules in the nfl i I will say we have a leak that i can actually uh put some credence to week 11 monday night football a rematch of Super Bowl 57, the Kansas City Chiefs and the Philadelphia Eagles. Mm-hmm. Now that, that will be fun to watch. And where's that game being played? That one is in Kansas City. Okay. That one is in Kansas City. Very good. Uh, on the flip side of that, the easiest schedules in the NFL this year? Uh, everyone playing in the NFC South almost almost everyone playing in the nfc south the bottom two schedules of the year belong to the atlanta falcons who are last so the easiest the new orleans saints and then it goes texans colts titans panthers at 27 
Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they're up there at 22. But I think that's because they get a division winner yes. in their matchup 17th week game. Well, they get a division winner in all three of their games that are not formulated by we play this division. Good luck with that. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be – it's not going to be the easy schedule, but I don't want it to be easy because I want Todd Bowles, F-I-R-E-D. And Baker Mayfield to no longer be your quarterback. Wow. Still got a lot of offseason left. 17 weeks left. Hopefully he'll Can't do – Can't wait. Hopefully for... he'll do crimes and Can't he won't wait. even be on this No, team. you don't want anybody to do crimes. I'm actually now the biggest Hope Baker Mayfield fan in the world. because I, I, hope, I hope Baker Mayfield gets stopped at the border with seven, 700 pounds of – whatever i don't care at sports thank you be, <laughs> i want him to get caught uh and arrested for trying to smuggle fruit uh, roll-ups into israel i i can just say that this week has taught me one thing definitively um i have rubbed off on you over the course of three years and if you don't stop saying things like that your mom's not gonna let us keep hanging out so <laughs> this is the sportsocracy it is espn Asheville. we will come back wrap it up right after this for this exciting Schedule release day in the NFL. If cleanliness is next to godliness, look around the car right now. Is that very godly? Look, life comes at you fast, but so does WNC Auto Detailing. They have the tools to make your interior look like it's coming off the showroom floor. You don't believe me? Check them out on Instagram. All that filth and years of stains disappear. WNC Auto Detailing does full interior and exterior details with paint correction, and they do wax and ceramic coatings. Call WNC Auto Detailing at 455-3700. Premium care with a Southern Hospitality Touch. M-O-M. Three little letters that hold so much power, importance, and love. At Ingalls, we know that being a mom is its own reward, but it's also the toughest job anyone can take on. So to all the moms out there who save the day, on a daily basis, for kids big and small, we at Ingalls got your back. Happy Mother's Day, moms. Ingalls, we're with you every step of the way. The Sportsocracy. Ice up, son. Ice up. Yeah, coming up tomorrow in the Sportsocracy, it's going to be the way too early predictions for the 2023 NFL season tonight at 8 o'clock. The schedule drops. Uh, I am very looking forward to, uh, I've been keeping my little running list of all of the games that have been announced today. I'm looking very forward to seeing how many of them are real and how many of them are not. I hope it's none of them. None of them? I hope it is literally none of them. Well, we do the know. The NFL just goes, oh, you think we would actually leak that out of our building? Oh, uh, we put us on Good Morning America and all these other places that we release games. And then you think we're going to send it to Dov Kleeman? Hmm. See how that doesn't make a lot of sense when you say that loud? <laughs> we do know that the season will open up with the Lions and the Chiefs on Thursday night football. That's the kickoff game. Sunday night football, Dallas Cowboys at the New York Giants. And then Monday night football opener will be the Buffalo Bills. And the 2024 Super Bowl champion, J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Uh, also, apparently, the New York Jets will be 
participating for the first time in 12 years in a Sunday night football game. Which is just insane to think about. Yeah, first time since 2011 that they'll be on Sunday night football, and that will come at least their first appearance, possibly more oh, to sure come. There's, uh, I later would say this they're season. probably on Monday night football at least twice. Sunday night football twice. You're and all, they're probably one of the teams that's on Thursday night. Uh, you're down on Monday night football week one against the Bills, week nine against the Los Angeles Chargers, as as oh, being yes. reported. Uh, and no Thursday night games so far. We do know the Sunday night football game on week four against the Kansas City Chiefs at home. I can't wait. So you can look forward to that. Patrick Mahomes versus Aaron Rodgers week four on Monday night football. So tomorrow, Tank and I will take the schedule when it comes out tonight. We'll play the same game that we have played every year that we have done this, where we first thought, go straight through the schedule. You're not allowed to look at at any of the extemporaneous things of, oh, they've lost three games in a row. Nope. Not allowed to look at that. Knee-jerk reaction, just here's your week-by-week schedule. Pick the winners. Yep. Uh, Last year, we both had the Eagles with 13 or more wins. Mm -hmm. And one of us had the Eagles in the Super Bowl. That was me. I thought it was. It was me. I think I had them 16-0. And then I changed it at the end. I was like, ah, they got to be 15-1 or what is 16 and one yeah 16 and one whatever so it's not just a this is not just a space filler uh and we'll bring out the i I went back into the archives and found our uh, our projections for last year and so we'll we'll chat about those for a minute excellent laugh at man we were really low on seattle oh yeah oh we really didn't like seattle with like three wins something like that probably it was it was very few for for both of us. Mm-hmm. I think if you added what we said together, I'm not sure you would get to what the 2022 Seattle Seahawks actually put on the field. So it'll be a fun day in our uh, in our go away show for the weekend, and just we just got all kinds of things happening. It's going to be so much fun tonight, eight o'clock. The 2023 NFL schedule will drop and all the prognostications coming your way tomorrow here on ESPN Asheville. Don't forget to stay tuned to the sportsocracy and the uh, not only tomorrow, but in the coming weeks as we will have more information coming up uh, about our fantasy football. In fact, over the weekend is when we project to have out some of the details about the different tiers that you can get in on this year's fantasy football uh, festivities that will always, as always, benefit Eblen Charities. Uh, we will have the shell of how the game works. It is much more complex. There are much more, many more ways to get in, and there are some ways for you to come have fun with us. And we can't wait to tell you all about it. Tomorrow at 3, right here on ESPN Asheville.